daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello and welcome to the Sandler Pit, the podcast that asks, are you peeing or is a diesel truck turning off? Are you peeing or is a diesel truck turning off? God yeah. damn, this could be from anything. Uh, say anger management. It's a good guess because it is an Adam Sandler film, but um, no, it's from Grown Ups or Grown Ups 2, I don't quite know. God damn, I should have guessed, like, predictable Grown Ups inclusion. <laughs> Yeah, probably just someone existing and someone else having to poke fun at that existence. That's what the grown-up <laughs> films are, isn't it? <laughs> That's all they are. So I'm Luke, this is also another Luke, and we're both uh, a a podcast where we talk about all Adam Sandler's films and TV shows and appearances, and sometimes other things. Uh, currently, arguably the hottest day of the year. Um, I think We're both is. sat here on Zoom with our shirts open. <laughs> it's, it's literally like we're in Hawaii. That's how exposing it our chest. Um, we're deciding we're going to pivot more away from Adam Sandler at the moment. So I've uh, gone to the shop and I've bought um, Jack Duckworth and Me, My Life on the Street and Other Adventures by Bill Tarmy uh, with Alan Hart. Um, that I'll read for you. Yeah, let's now. go. At the start of 1990, a pair of newlyweds moved into Six Coronation Street. Des Barnes. Know you like- could read. <laughs> I'm just I'm just making it up. Des Barnes, played by Phil Middlemiss, and his wife Stephanie, played by Amelia Bullmore, were described as yuppies. The press said it was an attempt by Corrie to go upmarket. Jack and Vera campaigned against efforts to gentrify the area. <laughs> Stop taking it off. <laughs> Although their graffiti would have been more impressive if they'd known how to spell yuppies. The the Barnesses the Barnes arrival scene coincided with the visit of Margaret Thatcher then the Prime Minister, which must have been something of an ordeal for Phil and Amelia. Imagine starting your first day at work in a new job and being watched by the PM. God, yeah, that uh, must have been hard. That one bit. We'll, yeah, we'll that come was back next, next time for the rest. pretty good. It was um, actually quite early to have done a joke like that. Yeah, I don't oh, care. God. Just some context. The uh, Quite alienating. We, I don't care anymore. Like, we're on, what, episode 80? It doesn't nothing matters. Yeah. Uh, I did a poll on Instagram of what we should pivot our podcast towards now that we're kind of running out of Adam Sandler films uh, and the winner was turning it into the soap pit where we just talk about soap operas which yeah. I love and you said I think you put like EastEnders and Emmerdale and then so to like go with that what you've done is you've bought a book about someone from Coronation Street Coronation Street yeah so I, I was walking down the street and I was walking past British Heart Foundation and in the in the shop front window after we were talking about soap operas was this book and i said if i go past this shop one more time uh, and it's there i'll buy it and then you was filming on set and you saw this book just there and about and then i walked past and it was there again so i was like right i'm gonna buy it yeah um and it's really good like there's some pictures it's it's a good a read dent uh, that's me and Ali. I don't know who Ali is because I, I haven't read the book. Maybe his wife. <clears throat> there he is um, doing some singing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say about this because I didn't actually know this man. I'm not. I don't, was he still on it when we were alive? Yeah, he must. Yeah, be. when we were alive. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he's old. Yeah, because he was always the guy at the end of the Rovers Return. He'd be like supping down an ale. 
Um, ah, right. Okay. At the end of the bar. But I'm yeah, look if... I saw on my TikTok recently. I don't know why this was suggested to me, but the algorithm must have known that you're always talking about Jack Duckworth. And it was an advert for his album, Bill Tarney's. And he was singing um, from An American Tale, Five Goes West or whatever it was called. Somewhere out there. <laughs> Beneath the pale moonlight. Like, yep. This guy was such a Butlins looking performer. I love it. Yeah. Uh, look look at this. Can you see who's in this picture? Is that Rylan? It's, <laughs> it's not Rylan. It's, it's Cliff Richard. Yeah. This was taken in the 90s when Jack was landlord of the Rovers. I didn't even know he was landlord. That's interesting. Um, put your book down. <laughs> We've had our fun. Right, look, we are... But this links into what we're talking about today. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Because usually we... See, I had a point. <laughs> yeah, a laboured point. That's gonna a put... laboured point. If, if someone's thinking, oh, small screen Sandler 2, I'll check that out, even though it's a two-parter <laughs> of, a, of a podcast we did a couple of months ago and is our, what, 80-something episode. So if someone's they, tuned into that, someone in... Trinidad and Tobago, for example, or like, <laughs> like who is Jack Duckworth? Yeah, but the reason I was reading that is because yeah, usually we're looking at motion pictures and films, and this uh, this episode we're going to be delving into television with some of Adam Sandler's TV appearances post King of Queens. So before we looked at some really good uh, stuff, we were watching The Marshall Chronicles, uh, The Larry <laughs> Sanders Show, Dog Why I say we watch really good things and open with The Marshall Chronicles, which is arguably that, the most draining thing that I've ever watched. It was great. I loved the theme song, which was... <laughs> He's gone going to go to school. And I'm ready. He's going to school. He's getting bullied. Yeah. There was a little random. You're, Newman run, you're Randy Newman's all right, actually. Can you do it again? Yeah, what do you want me to say? You got a friend in me. We're you so got old. a friend. Might be a little bit bigger and stronger than I am. Maybe. We're so warm. We've had to unbutton our tops. <laughs> it's, it's round like the moon and it's full of dreams. <laughs> Why are we recording on the hardest day of the year? <laughs> down. So um anyway, I'm on Wikipedia having a look at Adam Sandler's television mm. credits and I think we'll need to cross reference these with IMDb just in case any are missing. Mm. But the fact that we chose to do Adam Sandler starting out up until 2007's King of Queens is mad because he had a 6 year break from TV. Yeah, before it, and King of Queens was like he's come back to the small screen, but it, is, it really... is kind of like halfway through, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, we should have ended on undeclared, but whatever. We're only uh, watching it's... ones that he's actually in, right? We're not watching like no breaking watch in it... the executive produced. We're gonna watch one episode of Rules of Engagement. <clears throat> really, the pilot. The pilot. Okay. Okay, because he produced it, and then we'll never have to come back to it because it's just like. It's a TV show that Happy Madison produced, right? It's their only TV show. So yeah. let's just get it out of the way. Let's talk about it and then never talk about it again. Okay. I'm surprised he was never in it. Yeah, me too, actually. And that's um, got to be one of the most successful things that Happy Madison did, hasn't it? It's quite, that's quite I mean, a big show. Is anyone a fan of it, though? Like, mm. I remember it being on. I never watched it. Yeah, I guess. It kind of just existed, didn't it? Like Bewitched. Maybe I, I might have a look. <laughs> yeah, <it's> Bewitched. <laughs> Don't know. 
I mean, I've um, heard of it. I've never watched it. If we had more time, which we don't, because we've got to do quite, we've got to watch quite a lot this week, like even Sesame yeah. Street, two episodes. That's um, going to be my the next one. Yeah. I would have said we should watch the first and last episode of Rules and Engagement and try and like make <laughs> Look sure what what things happened in the meantime. That's really, should we do that? <laughs> I'll happily do that. How much other TV have we got to watch, though? We're not too much. Right, let's go through, because some of this is chat shows, and we're not doing that. And we're not doing Home so, Movie, The Princess Bride. We can have a separate no, episode. No, that's that. a full episode's worth. Watching a fucking uh, Zoom film. Yeah, so we've got Sesame Street. Um, he's in two episodes, so we're going to have to watch both of those. I've never watched Sesame Street in my life. Have you? Is Sesame Street the one with Elmo on it? Yeah. I think I watched movies. I think I watched Sesame Street movies. Elmo's Adventures in Grouchland, I think it was called. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there, I had like a video, a VHS that had like little segments of shows, like a clip show kind of thing. And it had parts of Sesame Street. There's one when Big Bird got lost in a supermarket. Me and my sister still talk about it. Like it haunted us. It's really sad. Should we watch that as well? <laughs> Adam Sandler voice in Big Bird. Hey, I'm kind of lost in this hey, supermarket. I'm lost. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> Nick's water is but Shut up. <laughs> so, so we're going to do that. This is going to be our first Muppets, and me and you are big Muppets fans. Yeah, so we're massive Muppet heads. We're big Muppet heads, big puppet puppet fans anyway. We love Just Pinocchio. two boys with their shirts open watching Muppets. <laughs> the name of our new podcast, <laughs> Two Topless Boys Watch the Muppets. Topless um, puppet no, fans. I've secretly been kind of excited about watching the Adam Sandler Sesame Street. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, then we've got Breaking In, which he executive produced. I don't want to watch that. I've never heard of that. You I'll don't want to watch it. I mean, we could. We'll watch it. He produced it. Why not? Um, is an American TV sitcom, a uh, mid-season replacement following American Idol, focused on the eclectic staff of Contra Security, run by the eccentric an enigmatic Oz as they test security systems by breaking in before the bad guys. Okay, so they're not, kind of hackers. Concept. It stars Brett Harrison, who I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't recognise the name. Alfonso McCauley, who I don't know. Christine I don't know any Slater. of these people. It's got Christine, Christine Slater from Mr. Robot. Yeah, we've got here. Megan Mullally. Yeah, she's cool. Michael Rosenbaum's in it. Lex Luthor from Smallville. Lex Luthor, yeah. I thought that was Michael Richards for a second. <laughs> I was like, that guy's not getting any work now. Hey, um, big tips at restaurants, though. <laughs> that was a really funny episode of um, Nathan for you, that. It's very good. Um, Jesse, which is a Disney Channel show. Guessing that'll be on Disney Plus. Probably our easiest one to access. Yeah, w- wait, Jesse, uh, yeah. What is that? An American comedy television show about... It, oh, it stars Cameron Boyce. Oh. Peyton List, she's in Cobra Kai. Yeah, so a young about a young woman from a small town with big dreams who, rebelling against her strict father, decides to leave the military base in Texas where she grew up and moves to New York City. I'm going to say something outrageous here. But I have a feeling that it's going to be an obnoxious show. R- really? <laughs> <laughs> what a hot take. <laughs> so uh, right after that after Jesse we have Brooklyn Nine-Nine which we've spoken about before um, mm-hmm. he's in it only thing I've seen before I think episode wise on this Yeah, um, we have he's... Kevin Can Wait which he is can. <laughs> <laughs> and Real Rob 
So oh, they're both real Rob. I can't believe we're finally getting down to watching. We're fucking finally real Rob. I know everyone's when they really play themselves, it. isn't it? Yeah, and I, I think think that's it. it. Like, unless you want to watch the Drew Barrymore show and the the late late show with James Corden, like oh, these are more chat shows. Did you do carpool karaoke? What's lights out with David Spade? <laughs> Who gave David Spade <laughs> a talk show? He got a talk show for a bit, didn't he? I, I mean, so. we can watch him if you want. We can watch him. I don't really want to watch a full episode of a of a chat show. Yeah, me neither. All right, so how about we just do Rules of Engagement, Sesame Street, Breaking In, the first episode, Jesse, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Kevin Can Wait, and The Real Rob. Yeah, and then if people give us an overwhelming response saying, you've got to talk about the time that he went on Ellen, you've got to talk about it. Why, why is no one talking about Adam Sandler on Ellen? Why is no one? <laughs> if you ask us, then maybe we'll do it, but I don't think you're going to ask. I don't think we're going to do it. There, I've I don't said think it. anyone cares. One of my favourite episodes was the small screen Sandler. I loved watching those things. It was fun. Discovered mm. lots of different stuff. None that I've actually gone back to, even though I think at the time we were like, oh yeah, I'd love to watch more of Larry Sanders' show. Yeah. But I've not revisited any. I don't think we're finding any hidden gems this time round. No, no. But we're going to do... Sandler. But this is good though, because we get a different thing. We get to unpack 2000s and early 2010s um, sitcoms. And Hollywood Sandler, big star the, Sandler. Yeah, the death of sitcoms, which I love. Like, I think sitcoms are dying, right? Like the traditional, the traditional laugh track. Laugh track yeah. yeah. What's the last big one that came out? Has there big been Bang one? Theory? Has there been any in recent years? Because like Big Bang Theory, they now have Young Sheldon, which is like not a laugh track comedy. It's a gritty uh, origin <laughs> story. My dad's watched all of. My dad's watched all of Young Sheldon twice. Oh man, I hate your dad. <laughs> What's he doing? Why is why has he done that? And like, he keeps telling me it's good. He's <laughs> like, oh come on, oh, you should watch it. He's actually quite funny. He's actually quite good. <laughs> um, but I do love him though, because at the same time he watched Shit's Creek, which is a great show, and he finished the last episode of that and then watched it from the start again straight after finishing it. See, my my mum does that with friends. I swear she's watched that a million times. Like she'll get to the last episode and then go back to the first, and it's just like continuous cycle of rewatched jokes yeah. about smelly cats and not sharing pizza. Exactly. So it's just constant, and I can't do it. Like I know a lot of people who only watch The Office. They're just like I just watch The Office, oh, and then God. it gets to season six. I go back to season one, whatever. They don't watch the last ones. They don't watch the last ones. I I love The Office. I've I've watched that through twice, maybe three times to be fair. But like I couldn't only watch that. Yeah, me too. I I watched it like maybe twice through, but I had like a couple of years between. I wasn't just like straight rules away. Of engagement in the meantime. I was too busy watching Rules of Engagement to catch <laughs> him on Rob. The Office. <laughs> I'm really excited to see the real Rob because it looks awful. I watched a a, a kind of breakdown of boomer comedy um ah. a while ago and it was a comparison between tim heidecker's uh, stand-up and real rob because tim heidecker's playing a rob uh, a rob schneider kind of dated comedian who's he's like desperate for people to laugh and his comedy is so shit like and he's playing this character and he's i'll, I'll send you later an evening with tim heidecker it's so funny yeah. Um, and then Rob Schneider's just doing that. <laughs> That's just he's doing it, but unironically. Yeah, um, I do feel like I would quite like us to try and do a bit of research about real Rob because 
it's self-funded. He he funded it himself. I don't think it's even Happy Madison. No, it's not. I, th- I think he just paid for it himself, and it's terrible, and it keeps like getting cancelled, and he just keeps on trying to like bring it back and stuff. He's using all that animal money and uh, <laughs> just from those badger milk um, sponsors. That we have. <laughs> but yeah, I'm interested in the artistic process of Real Rob, and is it still going? I mean, he's probably still out there trying to get funding for it. <laughs> but it's like an attempt at doing like, was it Louis C.K. did like Louis and those short yeah. sort of shows, and it's just him trying to do that and failing, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, it had two series. Real Rob was met with largely negative response. Um, Holter score of thirty six, zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know what this is. I've not even read it beforehand, so I'm just going to read it. On February 20 of 2016, internet personality Aaron Hansen voiced his frustrations regarding Real Rob on his daily Let's Play web series Game Grumps. Hansen felt the show's main issue was that Schneider's character was both unlikable and unrelatable, going as far as to say it's a show with no demographic. While Hansen's overall feelings towards the show were negative, he stated that he felt compelled to keep watching and also praised the performance of Patricia Schneider, citing her as legitimately funny presence. Schneider eventually saw Hansen's rant and later appeared as a special guest on the show, along with Patricia on May 16th. Are you fucking kidding? So all you have to do is say that Rob Schneider is unrelatable and unlikable. So I mean, much we've that said that quite a few times, haven't we? Until he guests, we could get him on. Oh my god, I just got a notification. Participants, Rob Schneider wants to join the chat. Do, 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 hey, uh, why did you say those things about me? Oh my god, Rob, I can't believe it. He's Hollywood star. I need to button up my shirt. <laughs> Apparently they've um, started filming season three of Real Rob and it's just around the corner to get ready for some behind the scenes photos from season three. Can't wait. Should we watch the entire <laughs> Real Rob? Norm Macdonald's been in it, you know. He has. I've seen his scene. It's kind of funny. Well, there you go. That's pretty high praise from you. Quite hard to please, <laughs> usually. But I like Norm Macdonald. He's doing his stuff. It's it's funny. What is Kevin waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> we are, I feel like we've barely <laughs> spoken about Kevin can wait. His second starring role in a sitcom following King of Queens. So King of Queens ended and he started Kevin Can Wait like 10 years later. And I'm How sure... How many sitcoms can these men have? It's insane, isn't it? And I'm pretty sure what happened is he had a wife in the first series that he killed off. And then his new girlfriend is his wife from uh, from King of Queens. Oh my God. So it's just the same show again. Yeah, he just brings over the same actor and he's like, right, I want that dynamic again. So, yeah, Erin Hayes in season one is his wife um, and then she dies, I think. <laughs> and then she just dies off screen, how dark. And then Vanessa, uh, Leah Romini as Vanessa, Kevin's former partner and rival on the force. Oh God, he's a police officer. Oh, he's on the force. So what's he's he on the force for? An arrest? Uh, Vanessa becomes Kevin's partner in the second episode of season two with her own struggling company, Golden Phoenix Security. Later, Monkey Fist Security. I can't wait. Good stuff. Hopefully, we. I can't wait in the two episodes we watch. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. But I genuinely do think these are all going to be pretty shit. Oh my god, I love this as well. Um, so. See, season one ends. Elsewhere, Donna gets passed over for a promotion at the school, then tells off her boss and quits. 
while Chael discovers the tech startup he's just joined is about to go belly up. So that's 2017 in May, September 2017. At the beginning, it is casually mentioned about Donna that it's been over a year since she died. (laughs) Maybe we should watch her death scene. I want to to reveal her death. They just say, oh, she's dead. Okay, I'll watch the first episode. Well. Yeah. The kids don't care. They don't care because they've got Kevin as their dad. <laughs> God, That's, what he's wait- That's what he's waiting for. The, the morning kids are slowly to end. getting um, changed over. One becomes Patton Oswalt and another one becomes Gary <laughs> 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 Valentine. Come on, lads. <laughs> okay, it's a school, do the school run. Dad. All the characters just change. Oh, fuck me, that's so... Ben Stiller's dad. <laughs> Look, that's enough anyway. We've teased it more than enough. Let's go. Wait, we haven't spoken about our... Are we going to have a, a James Journal for this? <laughs> Just a James Journal? This is an Adam Sandler episode. Oh, yeah, cool. So I thought it was Small Screen James, because he's the king, of, the king of comedy or whatever it's called. <laughs> what else has Kevin James done on telly? We'll watch all of his TV shows next. Small Screen James. <laughs> Well, we have to watch all 500 episodes of his multiple comedy shows. Yeah, Everybody Loves Raymond, uh, Cosby. Oh, no. Was he on Cosby as well? Yeah, he plays a a man called... Wait a second. So his character, Douglas Stephen Doug Heffernan, is the character in King of Queens. Doug Heffernan has appeared in Everybody Loves Raymond, uh, (laughs) Cosby and Becca. That means he exists in all those universes. <laughs> I need to watch The Crew as well. That TV oh, show God, yeah, another sitcom of, Adam, uh, of Kevin James. This is why I Have thought you... it was a James Journal, because he's just always on yeah. TV and films. Oh, my God. There's a really good one here that we need to do later in the year. Elmo's Christmas Countdown, starring Kevin James as Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, that is good. That does sound very good. I'd love to see him as Santa. So, yeah, we usually have a Sandler scale, which is a list of all the tropes that appear in uh, his films and TV show, like Coca-Cola. Uh, love Interest, he has nothing in common with. No, Best Friend, he has nothing in common with. And uh, a Love Interest. Inexplicable Love Interest. Inexplicable Love Interest. How do you think these uh, TV shows and sitcoms are going to do I think they'll scale? do just fine they'll do fine these shows a lot of them are just basically happy madison byproducts or like vehicles from all of those people trying to be funny like real rob rob schneider trying to be funny again yeah i think there'll be vomit i think there'll be dog poo i think there'll be bald jokes i think there'll be people hating their mother-in-laws yeah i think you could probably write it all without even trying <laughs> we should start writing a <laughs> God sitcom knows they didn't <laughs> i think the only one that might not have like i don't know swearing sandler is probably jesse yeah, playing as himself, he does sometimes still do all that stuff when he's himself, doesn't he? Right, but hopefully he's not swearing on Disney Channel TV show. <laughs> They're all, all right. fucking assholes, these kids. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so everyone, grab your uh, grab your remote control from <laughs> from MTV. Grab your uh... grab your dog police. Yeah. Grab your Game Boy. Yeah, grab your game, but grab your Jack Duckworth and me, uh, My Life on the Street and Other Adventures uh, by Bill Tarmy. Excellent. The joy lies in the detail, said the mail on Sunday. All right. Let's go and watch. Let's go and watch this this shite. Let's, let's go load up Disney Plus and watch Jesse. Can't wait. You are now listening to the Sandler Pit. Adam Sandler, what are you doing here? Waiting for them to play Gangnam Style. And we are back. It's been 500 years. We've watched 
ten hundred hours of television, and here we are. We're all sitcomed out. Luke Thomas, where are we going to start with this? <laughs> well, I want to start uh, by apologising to anyone who listens to this because I remember our small screen one being one of my favourite episodes that we ever recorded, and mm-hmm. a lot of fun to research. Yeah. And why did we do it chronologically? Because the back end. that we're now covering was absolutely one of the most miserable experiences of my life yeah it was i would call this section rather than part two it's more like small screen sellout sandler yes definitely yeah when did we record the intro about two weeks ago it's been yeah it's been quite a while hasn't it yeah this one's been meaty this has taken days to the point that i think me and you have only just finished watching it about 10 minutes before we start recording, right? Yeah, pretty much. It took me four sittings, I think, to watch it all. Yeah. You kept messaging me saying, oh, I've had to turn Sesame Street off. And I was like, it can't be that bad. <laughs> yeah, but it was like two hours of it. If it was just the it... Sandler segment, oh, well, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but it was a tough watch. Let's say that. It was. Right, should um, we go through these chronologically then? Yeah. So first of all, we have uh, Rules of Engagement, a TV show from... God knows, it feels like a hundred years old, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminded me of when you watch like Only Fools and Horses <laughs> from the eighties. <laughs> um, so this is an American sitcom that I used to watch on E4. I remember it being better than this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. So we only um, watched the pilot episode. It's worth saying. So we we're not giving a a view of the whole show. It could get drastically better after twenty five episodes, but. Yeah, the first episode should give you an overview of what like the whole show is going to be like. So we went with that one. Yeah, so worth noting as well, Adam Sandler's not in this. He's, he wasn't in a single episode, but it's one of Happy Madison's longest TV shows ever. It went for like six years. So mm-hmm. and he, just thought... Did he executive produce it or something? Yeah, Happy Madison like executive produced it as well. Um, That's enough of a reason. If we're going to be watching Pinocchio, I think it's more than fine that we've watched Rules of Engagement. Do you know that it got uh, cancelled for uh, a sitcom Rob starring Rob Schneider? What? That's why they cancelled it to make Rob. <laughs> they just removed it from its Thursday lineup as a mid-season replacement with Rob. So yeah, this this TV show is about um, two couples and a horrible goblin <laughs> that they hang out with. <laughs> so. We have Patrick Warburton and uh, I don't know her name. I don't even know her character name. Wife. Megan Price as Jeff and Audrey, oh, okay. who are like an older like couple in their forties, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. They're in their forties and they're from the fifties. Yeah. So his whole character is: I hate my wife. <laughs> I hate her. I hate my wife, but I love sports. Why doesn't my wife let me play more sports? And he's Where's a really, really. It's just that. Why is yeah. she not baking me a cake? I remember getting a cake tray for my wedding. There's been no cake. Fuck! So I, can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Voice of James L. Jones. <laughs> Simba, where is the cake? <laughs> <laughs> everywhere that the light touches <laughs> old old Mufasa um, yeah Patrick Warburton's really fucking I like him a lot I think he's yeah. great in Seinfeld I like him the... I like that voice and stuff but straight away this so this is the first one that we watched that has like the archetype of 1950s 
Mm. What is it? Is it called The Honeymooners? Is that like the stereotypical like sitcom from back in whenever that was around? Yeah, the kind of Fred and Wilma vibe of yeah. like a lazy, stupid, annoying husband who hates his wife and a doting housewife who is always challenging him. And is the yeah. perfect person. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. And I'm I'm so sick of that sort of thing. That, this just isn't the sort of show I watch because it's just so fucking boring. Yeah, it is. And you've got... So as well as those two, you also have Adam and Jennifer, played by Oliver Hudson and Bianca Kajilk. I don't know. And they're like a young couple who are just getting married. Mm-hmm. And their whole thing is, oh, we're really happy. But then he starts panicking she's not going to cook his dinner for him. Yeah, because he's getting haunted by the ghost of Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Ghost of patriarchy past. (laughs) They're saying that he's never going to have dinners cooked for him or whatever, so he starts panicking and then starts acting like a dickhead and then he meets another woman, but she's she's nice as well. (laughs) But they're like, no, she's a vapid, stupid person. (laughs) And his soulmate is this woman who's way better than him. And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry, and whatever. Yeah, it's boring. And then David Spade is there. Uh, No one would be friends with that man. It doesn't make sense. What's his relation to the other characters? I like sleeping with people, dude. (laughs) Just that. (laughs) So I think he works with Adam, right? Or something like that. Yeah, something like that. But he looks 40 years older than him. Yeah, so this might be one of the most tenuous sitcoms of all time like how Mm -hmm. the characters all know each other you've got the two couples who live in the same building why would they be friends and then you've got one of them their pervy weird goblin co-worker yeah you wouldn't be friends with him right no no i don't think so but that's Um, how things work in sitcom world later seasons introduce another character you know that do you know the opening uh, sequence where it's on a bed and it's two couples and then david spade just sat in the middle like a disgusting, yeah. A disgusting. Well, you did. You just watched this fucking episode. Oh, is it in it? Yeah. <laughs> the opening credits or whatever. Might have looked at um, And yeah, he they get a regular who joins him in the middle of the bed called Timmy. Um, I think you've mentioned this. He was in a film or something that we watched. Was it like a young Asian kid? Uh, yeah, he was. Oh God, what was he in? Where someone Paul calls Blatt. him? Yes, he's in Paul Blart. He's the man in the chair in Paul Blart. Yes, I think so. He was also in Holby City. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I've just looked up uh, 2006 Holby City, 2009 Paul Blart Mall Cop. So is he English then? Uh, he's South African, and wow. he completed schooling at Marklands in Durban. Durban, that's yeah, that's South Africa, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Charles Dickens, Oliver Twist. He, he moved to London in 2005 oh, okay, to pursue sense. his acting career where he gained roles in Holby City and in Spooks. Yeah. I like him more than anyone that was in this. <laughs> I didn't see him in it, but I like him more. <laughs> from he, was, he was the best character in the show, if I remember. But yeah, what do you think of David Spade, who's our main link to uh, what we've seen before in this? I just feel like it's a recurring theme in this episode, for sure, but it just feels like it's He's, he's just like, I don't know, phoning it in a little bit. He's not doing anything interesting. He's not flexing any acting muscles. He's literally just being like, I like boobs. It's, it's boring. 
we yeah we realized yesterday i think you messaged and said that we've got like five david spade films to watch for this podcast and i was quite <laughs> i was quite gutted reading that <laughs> I, we I have only, absolutely i've done five lines of notes for this it says canned laughter and david spade dot 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 he just called marriage gay he's such a <laughs> <man>. <laughs> so <laughs> shit. the husbands love drink sports and saving money haha <laughs> $85 for that jar. Yeah, Captain why is he complaining? So they're both working. She spends her money on whatever. Like, they don't well, have kids, I don't know. do they, from the looks of things? No, they don't have kids because that's a plot point in later seasons where they start IVF. I oh, know okay. because I think I've watched every episode of this oh my God. <laughs> as a kid. I'm but... judging you for that. But at the same time, I watched like Big Bang Theory and How I Met Your Mother and stuff like that. I used to quite like it, but I just can't deal with a multicam laugh yeah. track sitcom. It was one of those. It was just on E4 or something like that. So I'd just watch it as a kid or a teenager. Um, yeah, really bad looking back on it. I'm not married. Uh, in fact, I'm very far from being married. You are married. You've been mm-hmm. married like nearly a year. Yeah. Do you ever get angry at your wife when she buys things with her own money? No, because she's very frugal. I'm I'm the one that she gets. Oh, you're, yeah. <laughs> you're Audrey. I'm, I, yeah. <laughs> I like that, but with like trainers. I keep bashing Mark against uh, your new curved TV. Yeah. <laughs> we we need to up. sell it. <laughs> she wants to sell everything that I buy, and I don't. You make are a bit of cakes a, anymore. You are a bit of a like a little spender, aren't you? You do. Uh, I have my moments. Yeah, like I went to your house once, and you had. I'm not exaggerating about five ASOS piles just oh. on the chair, all new trainers that were like weird colors. They were like pink. They're not and, all like, mine. A, Big, Actually, no, they, they were. <laughs> they were all yours. Yeah, I do buy, I buy stuff, yeah. yeah. Shoot me. Is that illegal, Patrick? <laughs> I just think you should be more considerate. <laughs> $85 for those socks. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I haven't spent that on socks. Yeah. You know what? I spent a lot of money on socks the other day. I never spent... Yeah. I'm like... I'm like him, and I'm trying to be... That's why you got that you... bad dress sense. That. <laughs> you got in my head about my bad dress sense. So I went out to JD Sports, I got myself some pants and some socks that were like quite expensive. And The socks are the you... problem, mate. It's the T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> this is a nice T-shirt. I'll have you know, you fucking piece of shit. What it's from it the Alton. Fuck Choose your... Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Would that be a good? That Read would be a room. good thing. Oh no, it wouldn't. <laughs> Ban abortions. Yeah. Ban abortions. <laughs> that would be very bad. Failed abortion. Is I something? thought you said. I thought you said fuck abortions. I was like, that's. I did. <laughs> I did. Is that is that a good thing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. But it says choose your path. It's from the alternative store in Sheffield. Check them out. It's a good shop. Can't the man. The man came in and was like, oh, he showed me like what size to get and everything. It was lovely. Triple XL. <laughs> Mate, no, genuinely, he was like, you need to get 2XL. <laughs> I was like, what? That's oh, not... not a 2XL. I know, but he was like, trust me, the t-shirts fit in small. You've got like a bit of a wide build. You look like Homer when he presses the any key. Wearing <laughs> in the moo <laughs> but he was like, "Get two- this is an XL, but the other ones he said get two XL, and they fit perfect." And I was like, "Does it cost okay. more because there's more fabric?" Is is that he's <laughs> he's just sold me a fucking tent, big flag. <laughs> but anyway, I bought socks and pants, and my god, my 
my groin and feet have never felt so good in it their whole true, life. It's true, isn't it? I'm, I'm stingy with underwear. And then when you buy a, a pair of good ones, it does... Oh, your undercarriage is yeah. treated. That's it. Cause Patrick Warburton wouldn't know about that. <laughs> I've been living off like the Sports Direct. I think it was something crazy, like 16 pairs of pants for £10. It was oh, this fucking crazy. unreal deal. They but they, do <laughs> I get down there now. It was, it was pretty good. But they don't feel very good. They blow out the bottom. You get these the ones. Holes. Holy shit. They feel so good. Yeah. Whatever. We're going off topic quite <laughs> considerably. <laughs> and this is a really long episode. You're going to get paid and... for advertising all that. Under- <laughs> <laughs> We'll put it in with our Joe Tarone advert. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Luke. What's that you're singing? Oh, it's Strong by Joe Tarone. Have you heard it? You're still listening to that. That's old news, friend. What? Yeah, it's yesterday's business. Well, what are the kids listening to now then, smart ass? Funny that you ask that, Luke. There's a new song by Joe Tarone out now. Wait. Joe Tarone has a new song out now? What are we doing talking? I've got to hear it right now. It's called Headstands and it's out right now. Right now? Yeah, right now. After you listen to this podcast, go to Spotify and listen to Headstands or go on YouTube even better and watch the music video. One of us made that music video, but I won't say who. He's also in it, which is weird because (laughs) he was on camera. (laughs) Here's a preview of the song. Cause I've been doing headstands up against concrete walls Shaking hands on the waterfalls Headstands up against concrete walls Shaking hands on the waterfalls I don't think anyone's going to hire us to advertise after that. Um, <laughs> my last note of this was trapped in a cakeless marriage. Who wrote this shit? This went on for eight seasons or something. <laughs> David Spade's little character is exhausting to be around. And that's all I wrote yeah. about the whole show. Well, I find Barney Stinson characters like that really, really, really fucking unlikable and hard to watch. Mm. And this is even worse like that. This is the sleaziest, grossest sitcom character ever. And I hate him. Yeah. And he gets worse if I remember. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I mean, like, as a kid, I didn't mind... Well, I say as a kid, like, in school and stuff, I didn't mind Barney Stinson, but I reckon if I watched it now, I'd be like, oh, God. It's horrendous. She turned 18 yesterday! Jackpot! That's, uh. that's all David Spade's <laughs> character's like. He's fucking horrible. Yeah, that is gross. Why would anyone set any of your friends up with Russell? Like, Russell? you That's David Spade. Oh. <laughs> you, didn't, <laughs> you didn't watch it, mate. <laughs> You wouldn't be like, oh, my friend, who I obviously like, they're my friend. They need to go out with this awful, awful man yeah. who is probably a paedophile. They're like, oh, tell me about him. Well, he's got mm, shoulder length dyed blonde hair, a little goatee. <laughs> he sounds four like Cusco. <laughs> <laughs> he's four foot tall. And uh, he hasn't got any interests, but he does like to look at women's boobs. Oh, shit. I've just realised, yeah, they're both in Emperor's New Groove, the two main characters. Oh, yeah. Didn't even put that together. Does John Goodman ever appear in this, do you think? Probably. <laughs> He's better than God, that. Emperor's New Groove is so much better than this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> Fuck, I wish we were watching that. Wait till you see Dickie Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have nothing. Like, I wrote loads, but... That's all like, I wrote. I don't really have anything to say. Um, and it gets resolved where 
he doesn't really know what he's done wrong and then he's like oh i'm gonna buy her a bike and it's every, all the audience are men go like ah then you yeah. see them all shagging and it's disgusting <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i don't think there was any particularly likable or interesting characters in this that's the thing i always think is that a sitcom needs like again this is going to be a thing that comes up soon when we're talking about fucking real rob and kevin can wait and all those shows but like oh i feel like a sitcom like this needs it needs something that sets it apart from other shows like mm. i know that it's not a good opinion to have that big bang free was ever good or interesting but like <laughs> at least those characters were a little bit different from some stuff that you've seen before. Like Sheldon was a different kind of character at that time. Yeah. Whatever. There's yeah, a few you have like shows a... like it. Michael Scott, he's quite an unusual character in The Office and stuff. But this doesn't have a character that sets it apart from anything else other than, oh, there's one guy who's a bit of a perv. But then there's like <clears throat> multiple other shows that have that character. Yeah, it doesn't have like a unique selling point or any yeah. kind of identity. It's just the most generic sitcom premise you could possibly come up with and Mm -hmm. if i remember i think adam is probably the better character the young guy yeah i kind of like him i don't know why i think he's he's uh goldie horn's son yeah i think was he the one that's in grown-ups too yes he is yeah yeah (laughs) and i i don't mind him he's all right (laughs) um should we move on (laughs) i don't want to talk about this show anymore all right, so are you going to argue with your wife of many years and throw this in the pit, or are you going to uh, make it all better at the end and put it in the castle? Castle up it. I think I'm just going to have a cold beer and never watch this again. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good, actually. <laughs> it was, this was shit. This is definitely going in the pit. How about yeah. you? Same. Uh, pit. Watched it all multiple times and you're chucking it in the pit. Yeah, I it's your think second maybe... favorite show of all time, and you're putting it. In <laughs> <laughs> I bet that it has ups and downs. Again, we're judging. This is the pilot episode. We, yeah. We're not judging the whole show. Maybe, but maybe we are. Fuck the whole show. I'm not watching that. It's all I, good. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch. I, f- I feel like our verdict should be: Would you watch more on the basis of this episode? And I really. Oh, wouldn't. absolutely not. No way in hell. Yeah. Um, get ready to hear that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> The castle is going to have like a draft blowing through it because it's not getting anything today. <laughs> <laughs> next up, what we watched next was uh, Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Two episodes, 55 minutes long each. <laughs> <laughs> this was fucking exhausting. This was so much. Can you retire, nurse? <laughs> 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 um, I don't want to be too harsh because this is designed for children who oh, are about so not for us is it no this is made for like a baby sat in a cot this is the first thing they see this isn't designed for any other human being this is designed for children who've never met another child this is so fucking out of our remit yeah as human beings to consumers entertainment but fuck me this is bad isn't it <laughs> it's really yeah. really bad there's nothing in this for anyone other than like early learners. It's not like when you watch when we watch Hotel Transylvania, for example, and there's all those like fan fictions <laughs> about sex and stuff. There's none of that about Sesame Street. Should we break down the plots for each episode? <laughs> it won't take long. Yeah, what was the first one? It was about apples, was it? The first one is about the word crunchy. Crunchy, um, that's it. Yeah. So Cookie Monster is is chilling. They're going around Sesame Street. There's this couple who have planted an apple tree and then they show you how to make an apple tree and it's kind of whatever it's cute 
And then Cookie Monster's this big fucking idiot. He goes, oh, I could make a cookie tree. I'm going to plant a cookie. He's a crackhead and Elmo's an enabler. That's that's yeah. the biggest takeaway oh, I've got. You're gonna make... Oh, fuck, I can't do Elmo. How <laughs> do <laughs> you do Elmo? Yeah, what's he like? Um, do you want any noodles? Fuck me, that's really Elmo! good. Elmo! <laughs> it's like that, isn't it? That's good. <laughs> that's really good. Well, yeah, we watched two hours Elmo. of it, man. Fuck. I had time to practice. I can only do cookie. <laughs> what did you say, Elmo? <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm in a Zoom with Kevin from The Office? <laughs> I wrote down a quote, which was, Get out of town! Apple come from tree! <laughs> Stupid. That's quite good. <laughs> I hate these guys, because these little puppet guys, like, what's their problem? Are they children as well? I know Elmo is. They're I can monster, deal with him. monsters, aren't they? Not all of them. No, they are, they are. They're all monsters. Because well, they, they wanna... said it a few times. They said, oh, you're... We got a, p- a blue monster, we got a brown monster. They made a rainbow in the second episode, not to get ahead What's of Big ourselves. Bird then? Is he a bird monster? Like he's... Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> also, not in it. What the yeah, fuck is that about? Yeah, he wasn't in either of them, was he, Big Bird? No. I've got a lot of issues. <laughs> I watched episode 4182 and he got hit by a car. It's his funeral. <laughs> Big Bird, no! Crying. He's crying into cookies. <laughs> Big Bird, don't do that! Almost <laughs> <laughs> like free. He had free strokes. <laughs> <laughs> this episode comes from the letter S. Stroke. <laughs> System failure. <laughs> it's like they're all like, "Is that a stroke like you give to a dog?" <laughs> like, no, it's no. the one that kills you. <laughs> Elmo is really fucking. It's really taking me aback how good that is, actually. (laughs) I'm really jealous. Oh my god. Um, So he tries to grow a cookie tree. He's a fucking idiot. They're trying to like water it and get sunlight. And it's not working, obviously, because it's stupid. And then we get introduced to this fucking fairy who's a prick and causes just endless trouble on the street. She's a real problem, that fairy. What's her name? I don't know. I don't know any of them. Uh, yeah. Let me have a look. Fairy Sesame Street. One of an F. Abby Kadabi. <laughs> doesn't doesn't give an F. She's just a fairy. That's got F. Oh yeah, F for fairy. Um, uh. So she just like fucking loses it because um, Cookie Monster's like this big greedy cunt. She's like spinning around, zapping yeah. in tre- trees. Eventually, they make him a cookie, an apple cinnamon cookie from the apples from earlier. Lovely. It's quite nice. Then Adam Sandler appears. I don't remember. I haven't even written what he did. I just wrote, hello, I'm Adam. Um, nice flat cap. <laughs> yeah, I've put Sandler has a nice hat. He's going he's gonna to slap Cookie Monster. That's all I've put. I think he appears <laughs> and speaks about the word crunchy. I think that's it. <laughs> I don't remember what he did. It's the only reason we watched it. He, his appearance in the second one's better, but in this first one, yeah, he doesn't do fucking doesn't anything. Do anything. Uh, we, that's a, a big, consistent theme. They have a lot of celebrities appear and do nothing. Yeah. Um, Cameron Diaz, Diaz appears. Yeah. She doesn't do anything, does she? Um, no. My note, my note says, Cameron Diaz, remember her? <laughs> <laughs> I need to look up this particular uh, character, but I really didn't vibe well with one of the Sesame Street people. One of the monsters or one of the humans? One of the monsters. Okay. What was his fucking name? The host. 
Is that his name? What is he like? A um, no, no, (laughs) (laughs) no. The one who's like the host of the show, the blue guy. No, the red guy, the orange guy. Don't say Elmo or I'll (laughs) kick off, mate. Um, This episode, what's it called? What was this? Four thousand one hundred ninety-seven. Four thousand one hundred ninety-seven. Yeah. Of Sesame Street. I think I know the guy you mean. Is it every time it goes to him, like the camera's like handheld and he's like screaming into it? Exactly. Yeah. Abby's flying fairy scores coming up soon. He's like. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that fucking guy. Why does What's his one-hour children's show need a host to but, do the links? <laughs> but why is the host not Big Bird? <laughs> That's what pisses me off. Maybe I don't understand. It is. Maybe it's like Saturday Night Live. They swap, they swap hosts every other day or something. But he was the host on both of them. Yeah, but they are a few episodes apart. Maybe there right. was one where... Murray. Murray is his name. <laughs> the same as the worst... The, <laughs> the same as the worst monster from... <laughs> From Hotel Transylvania. Murray Monster. <laughs> He's a character on Sesame Street. He's an energetic monster. Is that what you got to say about him? His oh, first episode was episode 4135. So and he's he is now. Na- He's fairly new. He's, re- he's retired already. <laughs> like, I hate he him. He had an aneurysm. Good. <laughs> I hope he's in the fucking ground. This awful guy. That's the next um, funeral is Murray's work. Yeah, I really do not like this guy. Murray Monster is the worst thing in this whole show for me. Really? Um, no. <laughs> Actually, thinking about it. I think that Abby's Flying Fairy School was the worst part for me. Abby's Flying Fairy School, I had a very unusual experience. I kind of went into an out-of-body experience watching it where I, I just couldn't look at the screen. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just didn't that. know what was going on. My eyes hurt every time I looked at the screen. I've been watching Better Call Saul. Have you seen any of that? I've seen the first, like, season. He's, he's got that brother who's like allergic to electricity. That's how I felt yeah. when I was watching it. I was like, ah! <laughs> Anytime my eyes went over Abby's Flying Fairy School, they burned. I really don't like that they're animated. I don't yeah, like so it. La- this is what I, I said to you, that I have nothing to say about this show other than how lazy it is. And yeah. I know it's an institution. I know they've done 4,700 episodes or whatever it is now. But there's bits where like it goes animated and... Some of the animation is literally just like a letter lighting up. Mm. One, two, three, which I guess like it serves a purpose. Kids, babies probably love it. But then they show like Elmo's world, banging theme song, you know. That's good. That's then, probably the best bit of the show. Yeah, that is, that is a fucking sick 10 seconds of the show. But <laughs> the other 54 minutes, 50 seconds is shit. But um, yeah, the Elmo's World bits are like from the 90s. They go into 4-3 aspect ratio because they're from the old box TVs. And it's it's bits that they've probably... There's probably like 20 of those and they just keep on showing them. Yeah, I had the same with... Um, We're adventuring! Come along with Bert and Ernie! <laughs> <laughs> a little story! <laughs> or whatever. Um, I remember my little sister watching that, like those that segment... Mm. As like a show on. Do you ever watch? Um, because your sibling, your sister, isn't that young, right? Yeah, she's that much younger, than, younger than me. Yeah, my my sister's like, fuck, eight years younger than me. So mm. I used to have to watch a lot of like milkshake in the mornings, you know oh, that right. Channel Five shit. And they used to have that Bert and Ernie show on, but oh, it'd be like it five minutes. Like a separate TV show. 
it was a fight. No, it was that five minutes oh, because right. kids don't have an attention span. So in between like the hoobs and the fucking Bob the Builder or whatever, they just have five minutes of come along with Bernadette. And I had this fucking weird like, ah, oh, fuck. It hurt my brain to remember that. <laughs> yeah, they're made of like rubber, <laughs> like little rubber yeah. men running around, plasticine. I don't, I don't mind that animation style, but again, it's so lazy because that's clearly a segment from decades ago. Yeah, that they're I just really Sesame Street was like a variety show or whatever this is. Me neither. It's a bit crap. <laughs> but if you think about it, like anything designed for children that are, like younger than four is the shittest thing ever. Like. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was Teletubbies? Yeah, I've got a note saying about Tweenies and Tots TV. Have you have you watched any Tots TV since you've grown up? Because that show's actually fucking hilarious. Is that the uh, the one with the the two boys and the French girl? Yeah, one's randomly French, and he's uh... a t- he's a tot, she's a tot, teeny tot, she's weird tot. I haven't watched any recently, no. We saw a clip on Twitter because everyone was saying that one of them sounds like Keir Starmer. So I was listening to <laughs> it's like, he's like, Colonel, you know what? Um, could you stop doing that, um, that washing up? I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> and it sounds just like Keir Starmer. It's really weird. No way. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Because he kind of talks a bit like that, doesn't he? He's got that sort of... I can't eat. ...to move along. He's we like do need... God, you are getting good with your impressions. I bet I you do this all the time. Oh, yeah, it's all um, do. How do they even sound? I've, I've never heard them. What? Keir Starmer? No, the Tots TV from Tots TV. They're like Sorry, there's strangely nice. cockney. They're not cockney, are they? <laughs> one <laughs> like... Yeah, one of them is. He's like, why are you saying that? Why are you saying that? I, I never liked the blue-haired one. Yeah, he he's looks a the little... one. He's the Keir Starmer one, I think. He looks a bit like Joe Tarone. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he black? <laughs> <laughs> He's a puppet. <laughs> oh, fine. Joe does look like a puppet, in fairness. <laughs> he sounds like Jake Cerrone. He sounds like him. He acts like him. Sings like him. <laughs> How does that sound like you? <laughs> um, tell us. Because he talks like that. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm going to fast forward to him saying shit. Oh, that's good. Hello? The, the green-haired one sounds a bit like his stomach. The oh, blue-haired one. The one. <laughs> Talk more, you fucking... I'm sick of that. I can't watch anymore. Do you remember on Teletubbies? Do you remember the uh, fucking the bear and the lion? Yeah, they're really scary. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I remember being a kid and being really scared of the fucking lion. Right. This is the Listen. Just realised Tilly looks like Angela Rayner as well. <laughs> They're all there. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's all the puppets. Um, I, I do miss those shows. How, how many notes have you got for Sesame Street? Fucking loads. <laughs> oh, I haven't got many, but can I just read them out? Absolutely. I'll just start eating some sweets whilst I listen. All right. Don't make too much noise, please. Sesame Street, episode 4,197. 4, this might be a mistake. I'm already tired. Cookie Monster needs rehab. He only like Cookie. Flashback to planting a tree. Cookie tree? Fucking idiots. Elmo is an enabler. Cookie Monster should get his wife to bake him a cookie. What? Oh yeah, that's a Cookie throwback. Monster has a wife? <laughs> that's a throwback to rules of engagement. He should get his wife to bake him a cookie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you Sam spent $109 a nice on cookies, Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm addict. I'm addict. <laughs> I need help. Get a load of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a whole hour show just to get kids to eat apples? That was correct, wasn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. It's all about eating apples. I'm dreading having kids now. That was one, yeah. one note that I got. Why are they CGI? I'm not listening <laughs> at all, but I just saw a chicken frog. <laughs> I'm going to learn about the number 14. Oh, boy. And then it was like a counting bit from like the 60s. Like, the animation was terrible. But and Ernie are claymation gay lovers. <laughs> you know what? I don't mind the Bert and Ernie bit. I think it was, it was probably quite nice. The, I not think it was bad the bit. best bit. It was like I an just Indiana wish... Jones parody, wasn't it, in this one? Yeah, I just wish it was more like... If it was puppets. I went into this one in my Muppets, and it was fucking yeah. animation. I wanted a um, puppet fix, and I did not get one. Elmo's world wasn't too bad, but I was infuriated by a man called Mr. Noodle. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Noodle. He does my head in. I rem- that was the only thing I did remember. I remember him from somewhere. I guess Elmo's yeah. world. That must did have you been like... a separate show before or something. Can you do the sound of exasperated Elmo getting annoyed at him doing the wrong thing? What is it? <laughs> no, don't do it like that. <laughs> don't put your hands in there, Mr. Noodle. Is that how you water birds, Mr. Noodle? <laughs> Mr. Noodle's so fucking stupid. How's he alive? Hey, Mr. Noodle, stop trying to eat the salad. How are you doing that? It's so weird. <laughs> Squeezing my balls so hard. <laughs> he, 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 he seemed a bit like Mr. Tumble. Do you remember that guy? No, because he's. I, I've heard of him, but I've never really watched Justin. it. That's quite new, isn't it? Well, new. It's in like 2003. <laughs> <laughs> was he? He was around at that time. What, when we were eight? It probably around when we were... No, maybe I was no. like 10. He's probably we around like... We were older than that when Mr. Tumble was on the scene. He's one of the new kids on the block. He's not a new kid on the block. He was probably like 2005, six. Probably around the time of like Balamori and around the time of like fucking the other show. Something special came out. All right, I'm going to look it up. Did it? What's something special? <laughs> Something special was his that was his show where he's dressed as a fucking clown. I love the man's 52 years old, he's still doing this mad shit. He's still tumbling around like there's no tomorrow. Right. It debuted 2004 We were nine years old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, fair enough. Fuck me, 2003 to present, it's still going on. Yeah, that's why I thought it was new, because I've heard like my little cousins talk about it and they're kids. Oh my god, his his back is gonna fucking fall out if yeah. he he'll be Mr. Tumbling his way into an early grave. <laughs> his last the last series came out in twenty sixteen. I don't think this is coming back out. Oh yeah. I don't know why. Not. Another tragedy of the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. That 
children's TV is rubbish, like in the night garden as well. And... Oh, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? I'd love to make it. Oh, yeah, I bet that's fucking fun because you just see what you could get away with, wouldn't you? Like, yeah, like Teletubbies, they used... Make it. they used to show like a shitty thing on one of their stupid stomachs and then they'd be like again again and then they just repeat the same yeah. thing just we should start doing that in this podcast, podcast. <laughs> burn through time just repeat our points pretend it's a, a commentary and about halfway through just edit in an old episode <laughs> again again <laughs> let's do oh, the yes. click commentary again they're doing all the hits <laughs> they're doing that <laughs> make my medicine again <laughs> <laughs> oh, my last few damn. notes for it was um, I like that cactus puppet did Elmo make a sex tape with a plant do you remember this? <laughs> so, <laughs> I wrote cactus boy he doesn't need watering it's all just screaming shut up <laughs> <laughs> that was the last note I wrote no there was a weird bit Why where Elmo sex? had a video camera and like I think his tape was going to get leaked and he had like rubbed a plant and he was like ah that's nice, Mr. Cactus. <laughs> Does that feel good? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't know what it was, but I haven't got any notes afterwards, He's so I can only imagine it was cactus. correct. Yeah, I think that is what it was. The second episode um, was all about separate, and I was like, are they going to go into divorce? Yeah, separate? it felt like it, didn't it? But instead it was Jake Gyllenhaal separating an octopus off his own head, <laughs> which was the best thing I've seen in any of these today. Yeah, is... I would agree. He's quite good for it because he's got those mad eyes. Yeah, he looks like he's smashed so much MDMA <laughs> right before filming. <laughs> That's draw... probably the only way you could get through it, though, isn't it? You yeah, would probably. Do You'd have like to. <laughs> Elmo's um... just like, can I smell whiskey on your breath? <laughs> Shut up, Elmo. <laughs> ah, Jake, please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging upside down. Stop this. <laughs> Stop this darkness. Um, they, they do a they rainbow draw... thing and they're so lazy that their acronym to remember the colours is just Roy G. Biv. Roy G. Biv. Thing. Yeah. It's not really a thing. It's not like Richard of York goes to battle in vain, is it? Oh, hell yeah. That's I forgot. That's that's a way better way of remembering. Um, this is because they're American, though. They're, they just can't like it. hold it in like we could. They don't even know what Richard of York is, probably. They Useless. don't even remember the phone number for Hastings Direct, but over here we can call <laughs> that stuff in. God damn, I haven't seen one of those uh, 1066 adverts in a long time. Yeah, it's because that's probably not a thing anymore, is it? Oh, 800 double O. 1066. <laughs> Good shit. Really um, stained our minds. I had something hot. I, I, there was something about that rainbow that woman drew that really rubbed me up the wrong way. The colours all looked wrong. Yeah. The green sucked. Yeah, the green was wasn't green, was it? I remember thinking that. Nah, it was yellow. Yeah. <laughs> it's pissed me off. That's like, this isn't right. They got and it then all she wrong. Did indigo, and she was like, it's kind of like violet. And it was like, what's the next color? Violet. <laughs> Just the same color yeah. twice. Um, they made a the fairy arrived, and I was like, fuck off! Like, I don't want to see you again. Oh, she's here again. And but then that guy made a rainbow using a bottle, and I was like, that's cool. Yeah, I like that good. actually. Yeah. yeah. Um. I kind of wanted to do it myself. Like, it was pretty pretty cool. I've um, got a note that says, Rosita gets her wish. I hope she shuts the fuck up now. <laughs> <laughs> Rosita is yet another one of these annoying monsters that aren't really established characters. So 
I didn't see Oscar the Grouch. I didn't see Bert and Ernie in puppet form. I didn't see Big Bird. I'm seeing all these annoying monsters. I'm like, who are yeah, you? Crap new ones for the TikTok yeah. generation. <laughs> Came out in 2007. We're the like Sesame Street boomers. <laughs> the kids of today will never understand Oscar. I wrote, shut up, annoying, loud cunts. But I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> your dog. That's your dog. <laughs> she was barking. I was like, shut the fuck up. Oh, she, do you want to hear something horrible? She, she shit in the house today. Oh, I was no. still trying to properly house train her. And I could smell this shit. And I was barefoot. And I was like, oh, no. And, I saw, <laughs> and then I saw it. And I was like, oh, for God's sake. Backed up a little bit and stood in more shit. In oh, my no. <laughs> it was miserable. I was literally like. I've never seen a dog look more like <laughs> Killy and fucking. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, but what do you even do? And then like, you probably. You um, I bet you stopped. There was a laugh track, and then you looked into the camera and you went, "It can't get any worse than this." And then you loaded <laughs> up real Rob, and the audience went fucking insane. <laughs> well, no, we're not getting into that yet. <laughs> Wait up. The, I don't know. The I wrote down. I've just disassociated again. <laughs> fairy school i yeah. remember them reading snow white but the snow white dwarf names were all wrong i've got um i'm editing the podcast instead of paying attention to flying fairy school fuck <laughs> <So, laughs> flying fairy school um, all right there was a bit when someone said the letter oh is in the house tonight <laughs> i've got that as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's so shit <laughs> oh god damn um, here he is, Mr. Adam Sandler writing a Mr. song. Adam this Sandler. is quite cute, to be fair. This is the best bit of the, well, all of it, I think, actually. Uh, he's making a song and he's rhyming things with Elmo. And he's like, oh, there goes a penguin on his cell, Mo. Yeah. And rings his bell, Mo. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I just it's nice. It's fun. Elmo. It's all right. Yeah, it's quite cute. I've put, it's charming, but not worth the two hours of puppet torture. No, we could have just watched that clip on YouTube. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen that before. <laughs> seen it already. <laughs> really not worth the rest of it. Um, so Ernie speaking more. to Ernie speaking to a cloud. I'm so bored. The show is so long. Where are all the main puppets? Over and under. Shut the fuck up. Not this stupid prick again. <laughs> Get in the water, you fucking moron. Mister Noodle wants me, makes me want to die. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Noodle. He's an idiot. Um, yeah, my notes are pretty much exactly the same after that. The last one just says, it finished and I didn't even realise. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, I think my last note is, Elmo's house is like an LSD trip. <laughs> it's just miserable and awful. And there's an actual baby in this episode and the baby looks so confused as to what it's oh meant to do. God. And Elmo's like, swim, swim. Baby's like, <laughs> Elmo's screaming f- in his ear. <laughs> swim, swim. Why can't you walk yet, baby? Why aren't you talking? That's horrible. God damn. All right. I've had enough of talking about Sesame Street. I looked in the mirror after this two hours and I was a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more than enough Muppet, uh, Sesame Street. I wish it was the Muppets. Oh, damn, I wish this was the Muppets. The Muppets is so much better than this. Yeah. Or is it, though? Are, are all things bad, but I just, like, appreciated the good clips or whatever from childhood or the albums or the films, and if I watch a full episode of The Muppet Show, I might hate it. Have you ever watched the full one? They're all on mm, Disney+. No. Plus. I watched a couple. They're okay. 
Okay. I didn't, I didn't watch all of them, if that says anything. I used to like Muppets Tonight in the 90s. That was a good show. Mm. And it was um, hosted by... Fuck, what was the... It was... No, it was like that. It was like... It was hosted... Kermit the Frog's not in it. And it was hosted oh. by Claude. I don't know Claude The catfish. Oh. And Rizzo the rat. And it was really fucking weird. And Sandra Bullock was on it. And she was like, I'm going to blow up the Muppet Theater if you go underneath 10 <laughs> viewers. <laughs> Like, That's quite good. They're trying to get the ratings up. It was a good. That was a good show. That does sound good. Um, um, yeah, that's enough. That's enough. Sesame Street. Okay, so is this Pit or Castle? Um, I I hated watching this, but like... <laughs> you did a miserable time. I do. I do appreciate what it what it's for, though. Like, I'm sure that it has really good effects but like for me personally i don't want to watch this ever again or if i have kids and they want to put this on i'll be like no you can watch the x-men cartoon from the 90s you're not watching this <laughs> um, um yeah i'll probably go i'll probably go pit but i'm gonna give it a medal of honor <laughs> from the castles. <laughs> i've i can't put this in the pit that's so mean it's <laughs> it's for chill it's for babies like yeah, it's not it's recycling just crap and but when you're like a parent Did you'll you enjoy to watching put... it no not in any way shape or form <laughs> and why are you but... going to celebrate in the hallowed halls of the sandler castle because it's not a bad product for what it is for what yeah, it is fine. is shitty entertainment All for right. stupid let's babies it, let's put it in the turrets because i like the cactus puppet for 10 seconds in the yeah, first I like episode. the cactus, I like the octopus on Jake Gyllenhaal's head, I liked Elmo's world I liked Burton Ernie and I liked Adam Sandler's song. And it you haven't fun. stopped making rainbows <laughs> I like the little design of how you can make a rainbow by shining it through uh, water, it's not that bad it's, <laughs> it's the fucking best thing we've watched this, for this yeah, yeah okay alright, it's the best thing we've watched so far out of this rules of engagement but now let's just put it in the fucking pit, I don't care <laughs> I'm not going to defend it. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Alright. It's somewhere. Let's just say that. Good time. I feel exhausted. Alright, yeah, that was fucking knackering. On to the next one, though. Breaking In. Oh, right. Let's take this five-minute review. Breaking In. Breaking In is about Christian Slater, who somehow, because it's a sitcom, runs an office, which their job is crime. He has a bunch of weird, boring characters who all suck. There's a lot of Family Guy-style cutaway gags where mm -hmm. it reveals something wacky that one of the annoying characters has done. Their whole thing is stealing shit and hacking, but it's very vague. And they somehow have like an office, like they're some sort of business startup. What did you think of Breaking In? I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> it's, it sounded like broken records here, but there was just something so <laughs> smug and horrible about this one. Like, I don't know what it was, but the tone of it was just weird. It, I don't always love another show we're going to talk about, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and that has a kind of similar tone, but it has charismatic actors. Whereas I feel like the ones in this were just like... It was like they'd been down to a supermarket and found five people and was like, come on, you're coming back with us from filming Breaking In. <laughs> um, <laughs> the lead guy yeah. was in Reaper, which I remember quite liking. As, a, as like a young teenager, but I feel oh, like if I watched that now, I wouldn't like it. That's who that guy is. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering whilst I was watching it. He's Reaper from Reaper. He's, Re um, <laughs> he's Jack Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> this has like loads of cringy rap songs. It kind of reminded me of like, it wanted to be like community. Yes. It kind of got that similar sort of vibe. 
like the start of community when it was just like about this guy who was a jerk <laughs> rather than going into all these weird little worlds and stuff but i don't know it has lines like you just ate a goober boom goes the dynamite that's a felony people expect <sighs> me to go to beauty pageants i was convinced that christian slater there's going to be a twist where he turns out to be blind because he wasn't looking at anyone <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't want to look at anyone because he used to be a film star <laughs> now he's doing this thing he was in mr robot which was very good but at this point i would be i don't know i'd be very sad as well I'd be um, ashamed. I'm convinced he was blind. I hated the friend. <laughs> I hated what, him. What, Dwight? The one that's just what? Dwight. He's Dwight from The Office. The floppy hair guy. Oh, yeah, him as well. But no, the guy dressed as Han Solo, who was oh, doing pranks. It's a nerd character written by people that have just seen one Star Wars film or something. Yeah. He called Star Wars The Wars. <laughs> one unbearable piece of shit like you wouldn't be friends with this guy you wouldn't want to work with someone like this this Mm. guy sucks i always feel sorry for people that play characters like this it reminds me of like on the cw shows there's always one character that's like this that's like i'm going to a screening of rocky horror show tonight so i've got to be finished in time (laughs) (laughs) cisco from the flash it's that character oh my god yeah he is just cisco just this annoying yeah lame nerdy character which is unbearable has no positives they're putting him to make like people that work in cex get really excited (laughs) (laughs) they feel seen oh my god did he just mention rick and morty i think oh my god oh god yeah (laughs) absolutely yeah unbearable i wrote like barely any notes for this whole show i I said a lot (laughs) i remember saying the titles uh, are really funny because they were just so like cliche and embarrassing and cringe and it's like a horrible little rap song that's like we got your back (laughs) yeah yeah i've written that we got your back (laughs) (laughs) i mean it opens with like a college campus with like People were randomly sunbathing in like bikinis, which I mean that never happened in Lincoln. Um, <laughs> and the songs play like "I love college, I love drinking." <laughs> <laughs> Our uni was so like unlike any American uni, wasn't it? No one would ever do anything fun like that. No doing, one was ever playing doing keg stands by the Brayford. <laughs> yeah, no one was ever like shooting fucking hoops just right outside the Swan. Yeah, no matter how hard Luke Thomas tried, no one would enter his hacky sack tournament. (laughs) (laughs) I was desperate. I was outside the swan every day trying to get people to sign up. Do you ever hear about uh, the University of Lincoln, why that, for some reason, no one in our year could play football? (laughs) They just got rid of football. Yeah, there was like a really fucked up initiation or something, wasn't there? Yeah, didn't they like shave all their pubes off and make them eat them? And then make them run around naked through uh, Lincoln Student Village? (laughs) Wow. Good times. Yeah, horrible. I do wonder I why we boys. don't get into sport because I like all that sort of like extracurricular stuff. It's just the sport <laughs> that lets it down. I'll eat pubes any day, but I refuse to kick a ball. I'd love to get hazed, but I, I will never run. <laughs> I will always eat the pubes. <laughs> My mouth is about to have sex with this candy bar. Yeah, nice. Actual quote from this. It, it is just It is just very bad. I've put a note saying so much effort has gone into this show to make it so average. Yeah, it does feel like a lot of effort has gone into the casting and stuff like that. This is just 
unfortunate just this big flop like i think they got a second season they just replaced a lot of the characters with um megan mullally i think she just took over everything she became the new main character even even those cutaways and stuff it's like they'll cut away to a scene and it'll be like a laser room from like mission impossible and stuff like that for like 10 seconds for an unfunny joke and you're like oh man that's like a whole reset setting up a whole scene and it's just oh it's just so fucking lame and Lex Luthor's in it from Smallville. Yep, I've put he's Dutch, right? His character's called oh. Dutch. I put Dutch as the worst <laughs> character I've ever seen. This show is infuriating. So he's like the boyfriend because the main guy's the nice guy you want the girl to get with. So she's obviously got this jerk boyfriend who's this ridiculous man who mm-hmm. sucks. Yep. Um, it's gone from being the bald little Lex Luthor guy to being like, hey, check out my sports car. <laughs> See, I've got, I've still got time. <laughs> I've written Oz joke was okay because I think he's like, I went to prison and he's like, oh, that's why he called you Oz because of the TV show Oz. He's like, oh, maybe it's because my surname's Osborne. Oh, yeah. So, uh, all right, okay. I feel like uh, as much as he is playing this weird blind man that doesn't look at anyone, <laughs> I feel like there's a chance Christian Slater could have been like the one thing to save this show. Mm. he's like the one redeeming part but even then it's just not who do you think this is for the community crowd yeah you think yeah like this is like the diet coke version of that isn't it i suppose yeah i think it was that era like early 2010s where they're like right we need to do something a bit wacky what do people like they're like hackers yeah. and now i think even in 10 years that's become quite cliche like people not knowing what hacking is and just showing people on a laptop like I'm into I'm in. <laughs> I've breached the firewall. I got through the firewall. They put it. There's a guy like that in Arrow called Curtis. I just remembered. He's the hacker of the team. And every episode, he's like, "I think I can get into the mainframe if you give me a few seconds, Oliver." There we go. I've now hacked into their uh, camera systems, and I can see everything that this company are up to. What they're making the blue beetle costume? <laughs> it's all shit like that. God. It's fucking shit. These teams having hackers is like how Slipknot still has a DJ. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's a joke for someone <laughs> I, I haven't listened to Slipknot ever <laughs> so yeah, it's for, not, yeah, for all our Joe Tarones in the audience I guess <laughs> Joe Tarone listening to Slipknot <laughs> I don't know who listens to Do you, you're like an old rocker both of you are I like, you? Joe's not Joe Is listens not? to like Phil Soft, Collins nice <laughs> he, does, he does he listens to Phil Collins and like <laughs> Who else? I don't know, Phil Collins. I thought that you both like went through like a rocking kind of phase where you listen to heavy metal. He listens to a bit of everything, but he's not, I don't know, he doesn't like as much heavy kind of stuff, I guess. I'm going to say his music's not that heavy. It's kind yeah, of like sweet and gentle. <laughs> <laughs> sweet Phil Collins music. <laughs> I'm going to do a headstand. Oh, whatever. I can't remember. I, I, I haven't got that in my brain yet. That's much as strong was. One day, though, after all the adverts in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) For our five listeners to (laughs) go listen to. Yeah, I thought this was really rubbish and I didn't like it and I never want to watch it again. It's aged so quickly, hasn't it? Yeah. And again, Adam Sandler's not even in it. He just produced it, but. It doesn't feel very Happy Madison either, though, does it? No, it doesn't. That's what's weird. I don't like this. Yeah, this this was an anomaly. I don't know what this was. Should we do the verdict? Yeah. 
uh, pit or castle. I'm not doing anything clever because yeah. this show didn't. It's not, <laughs> it's not hacking its way into the castle or anything like that. No. All right, fine. Are you going to hacky sack college's <laughs> fucking cool uh, into the castle, or are you going to steal the wrong car? I guess that's the plot. Oh well, yeah, there's a thing also, about a car, wasn't there? That the whole plot is we stole the wrong car, but they're still stealing something. So why would they get in trouble for the fucking yeah, pit or castle? Pit or mm- castle. Um, pit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to talk about it anymore. We're on a time scale. Indeed. We've got <laughs> half an hour to talk about real Rob. <laughs> oh god, that's not going to work, is it? What's your verdict, Castle? Pit. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> Shit. Well, all okay, right. Ne- well, on to the next one, Jesse. Jesse. Wait, Jexy or Jesse? Jexy. Unfortunately not. Unfortunately, not the Adam Devine classic. This is a Disney TV show that I was really confused as to who, who all these people were, what was going on, how do they know each other, what's happening. I had to yeah. Google the plot. Oh, did <laughs> you? Was... You did that. I didn't bother. I just kind of watched it. So Jesse is a, a nanny for a bunch of rich kids in New York. She wants to be an actress. So she lives with these rich siblings who are all like, Clearly, like, not related to one another. So I think they're all adopted rich kids. And that's it. <laughs> she was, like, 14, though, wasn't she? She's, like, their nanny, but she's, like, a kid. I think she's meant to be, like, 16, yeah? Or, like, 18, or... Like an it, this lead act actress was in, I think... So I used to watch some Disney Channel things. My sister was quite into it. And I think she was in a, a show called Sweet Life on Deck. She was pretty bad back then. <laughs> She's still as bad She's now. She's still pretty bad, yeah. Uh, that's one thing about this show, is everyone in it is really bad. Except Even the for, adults are bad. Still. Except for, I would say there's two characters which are played all right. There's uh, Cameron Boyce's character called Luke. Oh, yeah. He was all right. I didn't mind him. And then also the little girl was pretty cool. I think her name was Zuri. She was quite funny, wasn't she? Yeah. So, yeah, she was funny. The rest of them, kids, adults, the butler. The butler was suck. the worst one. He was the old, the <laughs> oldest actor in it. He was the worst one. So the main characters, amazingly. So there's Jesse. Then there's four kids, three of whom are really young. Then there's one who's like 14 or whatever. There's an old butler and a, di- <laughs> and a dinosaur. <laughs> oh, yeah. They have a dinosaur that lives with him, a lizard. Called, what's it's, it called? Mrs. Pritchard or something? Mrs. Kipling. That's the it. massive, like, <laughs> massive lizard. Weird. So this episode, uh, there's two plots going on. One is Luke really wants to get with this girl at a, a disco or a prom or whatever. <laughs> and then, as well as that, Two young kids think that they're going to get robbed. So keep making traps that the (laughs) stupid fucking butler keeps falling into over and over again. And you can see the joke coming from a mile away because he'll be carrying like a plate of eggs. (laughs) He's got like a tumbler of jelly. He's always got something. Oh, I've got a guy. I hope I don't fall and get this acid in my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) that's how covid broke out this fucking piece of shit (laughs) is carrying all the virus around in vials on a little plate (laughs) plate. (laughs) 
on his hand, and then they fired loads of baseballs <laughs> at him. <laughs> oh! He trips over a banana that the Kipling was eating. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I, I don't know why. I am smiling when I'm thinking about it. <laughs> it was quite <laughs> funny. Yes. Pretty good. This is quite an easy watch out of all the other ones. I'd this say. Was, yeah, <laughs> breath of fresh air. <laughs> it was. It was fucking shit. I didn't have a good time watching it, but <laughs> I'm thinking about it. This is a lot better than the others. This is the only one where I've watched every episode after we had to watch one for the podcast, though. You watch what? You watched another? Uh, yeah, I watched the rest of the series <laughs> from the start. Yeah, from the start. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm in pain. It turns out that about... the dinosaur is actually one of their parents. <laughs> Where are the parents? Like, <laughs> the dinosaur I don't know what. Them. I don't know what this reminded me of British-wise. A little bit like Basil Brush, you know, that they don't have the parents there ever. And yeah. then they've got kids who are clearly not related to each other, but a brother and sister. They say a lot of like, yaha. It's one of those kind of... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> playing on their arguing. iPads. Yeah. Um, the theme song was like, hey, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my first notes was like, um, so is Jesse a slave? <laughs> Why is she and like this servant? Why does she work for this fast? She doesn't life? really do anything though, does she? No, she just kind of does like speeches to help him out. There's a bit where one of the kids sneaks out and replaces her head with a, a balloon with a photo of Jesse's face on it. Yeah, that's pretty mean. It is mean. There's massive pauses after every joke, isn't there? Yeah. Like, oh, when what did have you just I say? ever eaten milkshake? <laughs> yeah, and each rough. scene like will take like one minute, like less than a minute. Like it'll be Bertram will walk in the, the scene. <laughs> Bertram. <It'll> be... <laughs> I, think that was I his actually name. loved I loved spending time with Bertram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a glorious morning! <laughs> it'll be He'll be like carrying it. He'll be like, "Oh, everyone, look at this! Uh, yeah. My house of cards I've just built. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful day!" And then he'll slip, and then he'll like crack his head, and the kids will come in firing water pistols at him, yeah. and then it'll suddenly go into a house transition where it goes through like a New York the, animated street. Yeah, the little song plays like, "Ooh, wow, wow." <laughs> 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 He'll hit the school and Cameron Boyce will be there like, oh, we don't want to piss off the bully. Fucking <laughs> 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 rubbish. Edited by a blind man. And then it happens again Christian and it goes, back to, it goes back to Bertram and he's just cleaned the tomato sauce off of his shirt and he's like, ah, good as new. And then like an eagle will shit on him. Jesse. Hey, look at Adam Shanley. He's on the, he's on the punch stool. Why was oh, he God. in this? Why was he in this? He was playing a... He um, looks knackered. He was, he was playing Adam Sandler. He looked knackered. His whole joke was that he was selling punch and he and Kevin James had bathed in the punch. Yeah, it was in his bath. The whole joke as well is... So this kid's show on Disney Channel is referencing what Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. <laughs> the Paul Thomas Anderson film from the early noughties. One for the kids. I forgot about that. So, there's loads of kids' films that Adam Sandler will have been part of. That, like, I don't know, not kids' films, but like Big Daddy, Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Why Punch Drunk Love? Like, that's. I know. He could have been what? Selling click remotes to rich people or something. Like, why yeah. is he selling punch at the prom? Whatever. So, he's chaperoning. I didn't like the fact that his kids are clearly not there. Why is he there? Yeah, weird. 
do you think that actual... he does these because is this tied into the time Grown Ups was coming out and because Cameron Boyce was in it, he was like, oh, well, it's a, it's think a marketing it. opportunity. Because I feel like it's I... the same with the other ones. There's like a do-over reference in one of the other film shows and stuff. Maybe, but also like, I don't know. I think he was just like, oh, I'm the honor to pay check. I'll just come over to your show, Cameron. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, he's not, he's clearly doesn't give a fuck, but I don't, whatever. And he says, ah, I'm waiting for them to play Gangnam Style. Oh fuck me. God. That time stamped it, didn't it? So <laughs> many shit. Gangnam Style jokes in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gangnam Style. Bertram literally falls down a staircase because he's doing the Gangnam Style with a <laughs> Oh, what a beautiful day. <laughs> An actual thief comes and like fucking like beats him up, doesn't he? Yeah, he beats the shit out of Bertram. <laughs> Bertram's got PTSD after this. And the bully like gets the the, the bully, the reason the bully, who's a 30-year-old man, really hates uh Luke oh, is yeah. because Luke has like gone to the dance with his girl ex-girlfriend or whatever. So he gets all of Adam Sandler's punch and then pours it over over Luke's head. And then Luke goes something like You've just made yourself look foolish. <laughs> I thought that was fucking cool. I wish I had that confidence. It was quite funny. He's got he has got quite a bit of a like young Adam Sandler y kind of vibe, but what what they're working with isn't very good in this, is it? No, not even slightly. Adam um, Sandler keeps on saying that he wants to be called Thunder. That's pretty terrible. Yeah, that's a rubbish joke. They do it. reference moves like Jagger as well, which is infamously one of the worst songs ever made. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I hate the early 2010s. Like, god damn, do you remember though. Dog Police and shit? Like, yeah, Dog Police was good. Remember Remote Control? That was pretty good. Oh fuck, like I'd kill for something like that. This is just bleak. There, there aren't any middling gems in this. I can say that. Oh no. Okay. Um. Pit. So is <laughs> is Jesse getting pelted with eggs, <laughs> tennis balls, falling over, cracking their head, breaking all the pots and pans? And ended up falling into the pit, or are is Adam Sandler gonna castle? <laughs> castle pit. Bertram's walking along with the the box set of uh, Jesse on like a high tray. He's <laughs> he's gonna trip because he's on a for some reason he's tightrope walking as well to get over the dragon probably, and he's gonna trip and he's gonna break all the discs in half and crack his back. He's gonna land in the pit. Yeah, he's going to the pit. It's annoying. I can see who this is for a little bit more than like breaking in, which is a mad thing to say. But like, obviously, again, it's not for us, but it is really annoying. It's an annoying, loud, stupid show. It did have some funny moments and like, they are all just kids, I'm sure. Like one of them's in Cobra Kai and she's actually quite good in that. And I'm sure they've all gone on to do better things. But yeah, this isn't it. (laughs) How about you? You going to watch more, Jesse? Again, I'm... I liked Cameron Boyce and I liked the little girl and I liked uh, Bertram. <laughs> I liked all. <laughs> Bertram's <laughs> fucking sick. Yeah, I loved I like all those three. Any oh god, I'd love a supercut of Bertram getting injured. Bertram <laughs> like, bits. That can go in the castle. <laughs> Let's have a look if. This is probably the second best thing we've watched. Bertram's best moments. Bertram Winkle being iconic for three minutes and 42 seconds. I'm going to play it for five seconds. Bertram, Bertram Winkle is a bloody good name as well. I wish I'd fall with that. Bertram Winkle is something that you'd come up with. All right, let's get started. 
That kid's quite good as well, from the sounds of things. <laughs> Did you hear that? Someone touched his badger. God, you love Jesse, don't you? <laughs> I might watch like I think the, my main issue. Yeah, maybe I'm putting it. Yeah, fuck it. I'm. I'm no, I'm not. It's, no, it's can't. bad. Uh, but Bertram was pretty good, and um, there's promise. There's, there's promise. promise <laughs> I like that line just then quite a lot. I don't want to say pit after that. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine rules of engagement, but instead of David Spade's horrible character, you got Bertram, <laughs> Adam, and Bertram. <laughs> oh, so I've decided I'm going to marry Jennifer. You're doing what? <laughs> Drops all the plates. When he says it. Shit. He's at the art show, he knocks all the artwork off the wall. He's serving drinks at the art show and he spills water on the best art. Any of these shows would be improved by Bertram. Yeah, true. Fuck me, that's funny. Fucking right. funny. That is pit though for Jesse. So we're on a big roll here. What's that? All pit? All pit. Is it except... going to change with the next one? Maybe. Brooklyn um, 99. Brooklyn 99. So this is an. Um... I don't know, one of the first season episodes. So um, Andy Samberg's character and, oh, fuck, I can't remember anyone's names. He's Jake Peralta. I know that. Yeah, he's Jake Peralta. I don't remember anyone else's name. <laughs> Holt. I like Holt. There's the a- Amy Santiago, played Santiago, by Melissa yeah. Fumero. And they end up getting married, I think, in the show. I think they have good chemistry together. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, I s- I think they're quite good. Pardon? You're like, there, I said it. They've got good chemistry. (laughs) They're They're not quite Bertram, but they're close. (laughs) I'm trying to get down off that energy. (laughs) Talk seriously about anything else. Yeah, so I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine's an all right. I like it, actually. I've watched most of it. Um, I think it's made a lot better because of the, the main... Fucking hell, what's the guy called? The Chief. Holt. Yeah, Captain Holt. He's pretty good character. Like you said earlier about characters that are quite unique or interesting, mm. that we got none of that in Rules of Engagement. And here, most of these characters are kind of interesting or weird and yeah. distinctive. And for an emotional through line, I think that uh, Andy Samberg and Melissa Fumero's like, chemistry is pretty good throughout. Mm. So, And you see a lot of that because the plot of this episode is he's trying to convince her not to leave the police force but it's clear that he likes her but like they haven't established that yet mm-hmm. or whatever and uh yeah hilarity ensues whilst there's a subplot where Holt is and Terry Crews are trying to like keep the office of the police station running mm-hmm. what did you yeah. think of Brooklyn Nine-Nine it's it's all right I don't think this is one of the best episodes but I'm kind of the same as you like I do quite like it but at the same time, I never remember anything about it. Yeah. I've probably watched five seasons of it or something like that. And they're like 26 episodes a season. So I've probably spent hours of my life watching it and I can't remember much about it. Isn't that weird? That I like it. It's like a, it's kind of like a good like comfort show. You're never going to... Yeah. I could not believe it when people were like doing protests and shit to make sure it didn't get cancelled. Because like it isn't that special. No, it's like it is fine, but like Andy Sandberg's definitely done a lot better stuff than this. I'd much rather him do a series of pop star than do another series of this. But yeah, it does have good moments, and like yeah, as you say, the cast are quite good. I think there are some weak links. I really hate Chelsea Peretti. That character yes. is horrible. There's some series that she's not in which are a lot better. But um, 
I'm hit and miss with the little weird guy. Yeah, Boyle, I was going to say, I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the backgroundy ones are like, they're fine for a bit, but I don't really know what the point is with some of them. But then, like, Holt is so good, an unusual character, and his delivery of everything's just kind of funny. I, I like when his husband comes into it as well, that guy who's the same in everything. Yeah, the guy from The, um, good, place. He's the good Place. Yeah. He's in loads of stuff and he's just a deep voiced, stern talking man. But yeah, it's fine. And like, it's quite a fun show. I feel like this is definitely breaking in, but like dumb, right? Yeah, I I agree with that. I think I, I like pretty much most of it. There's I can't really think of any complaints massively. The same as you said, I don't really like uh, Chelsea Pretty's character or Boyle that much, but whatever. Yeah. Um, they get some great guest stars on this though as well, like Doug Judy, all the ones with um, yeah. Craig, is it Craig Robinson? Craig Robinson, yeah, uh, and this uh, this Meadows. episode, has, Tim Meadows is amazing in this this show when he was in it. Fred Armisen's in this one as well, who I like. Yeah, he's um, really good. Adam I, Sandler, I, what do you think of his cameo? <laughs> why is he always this weird man who's like horrible when in real life he's like clearly a very shy <laughs> <laughs> guy? So he's here at an auction, like twenty bucks to kick his head in. <laughs> yeah, like he's like a this kind of bullying guy, and but he always is this weird whenever he plays himself is this loud bully kind of weird horrible man yeah but whenever he's interviewed is this shy lovely awkward man. lovely man <laughs> it's never been as good as it was in undeclared that was yeah. definitely the best one where he played himself and that was he's done it so many more times since then and it's never hit the highs of him in a student common room trying to like speak to seth rogan yeah it's this hollywood eyesed kind of version of of him in everything after undeclared is always the same kind of thing and it's always like they'll make jokes about kevin james and they'll make jokes about how shit his clothes are and then he'll mm -hmm. try and beat someone up and then that's it and he'll say guy um, after something hey guy what are you doing yeah what are you looking at guy <laughs> um but that being said i thought he was all right in this and it doesn't feel as phoned in as as the other <clears throat> ones does it no, I think the, that's probably due to the writing, the directing. There's a bit more passion into this than there was with a lot of the other ones. The, the misery that we're about to start talking about. Oh, yeah, it's about to go so downhill. <laughs> it really is. Oh, God. Um, um, yeah, I like this. I like the callback for the Icarus thing where he's saying he's like Icarus and then th that guy's jacket sets on oh, fire. Yeah. Yeah, that was that good. was pretty funny. Yeah, there's um, just good like setups and stuff. I one of my notes says, "Oh God, it's Patton Oswalt." <laughs> yeah, I wrote Patton I hate Patton Oswalt. I I don't know why. Yeah, there he, is something annoying about him. But I like him in a lot of things. Yeah. I love Ratatouille. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but every time I see him, I feel I have the same like dread. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, Here he reminds go. me of if Kevin Smith was on Sesame Street. You know Kevin Smith? He's like a nerd and he's really yeah, proud of being mean. a nerd and he's all, already kind of annoying. It's like, what if he was like that but squeaky and more annoying <laughs> and more confident? Too confident. Yeah, at least Kevin Smith has kind of a cool voice. <laughs> Pat Oswalt's <laughs> voice is, is, yeah, miserable. So yeah, is this uh, castle or pit for you? I'd say castle, yeah. Yeah, we can't like not put this in there when I think remote controls in the castle. No, I'm joking. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Remote controls, not. <laughs> but um, no, nah, I think I think it's got to be castle because this was like actually 
easy and enjoyable to watch and actually it was a comedy that had jokes in it that were quite funny actually Rare yeah thing. it was weird smiling and kind of yeah. laughing at things mm-hmm. weird you could have done with more bertram but other than that pretty good <laughs> <laughs> how about you yeah, I'm gonna give this an eight, but eight Bertrams out of ten Bertrams. It's going in the castle. Eight eggs it was... that Bertrams balancing. <laughs> you look like Bertram. I don't look like fucking Bertram. You piece of shit. He's bald and has a beard. That's all of your features. Let me have a look at. I'm gonna Google Bertram, and I'm gonna zoom the in. Bertram pit. <laughs> I didn't think that. Stuff. I didn't think out of everything we'd seen that Bertram would be the thing that we'd... <laughs> he does look a bit like me. Okay. Fuck. It's the, you if you dressed light. smart. Oh, fuck. I can't get... Why? What's going on? Oh, he's come... I can kind of see him. Nah, your phone's too bright for the for your little Zoom camera. Close, though. Fuck. It's... I can't show it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that is you. You are Bertram. <laughs> Bertram Blart. Anyway, uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't call me Bertram Barnes. That's not... Oh, I hate right. this. Let's go on to the next one. Right. Kevin no, can wait. So I didn't even say, yeah, Castle. Oh, okay, yeah, it's good. good. Okay, right. Kevin can wait. But I can't. Uh, <laughs> are we going to talk about both episodes of this together? Or yeah, are we gonna fuck do... it, let's talk about them both. Right. First one uh, was Who's Better Than Us? <laughs> So this is about, he used to be a cop. I don't really know what's going on. He used to be a cop and he has a wife and the wife is kind of nice and supportive or whatever. And he, there's kind of this joke that, oh, Adam Sandler's got a new partner, but they're treating it like an old, a new romantic partner and he's getting jealous. I feel like we've seen this before about 200 times. Oh, so many times. And it's super shit and boring. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of do the same gags over and over. You can see where it's going. Something notable, Jared Sandler appears in it. Yeah, that was threw me off really bad. Cheer moment. Yay! <laughs> Finally, the new partner is kind of just good at everything. Uh, uh, he does a speech about heroes, and then it turns out that Adam Sandler actually did like Kevin James as his partner and he's jealous of his new partner because his new partner's better than him. Mm. Then they do karaoke of a song that I don't know what it is. Nah, for it's been easy, fi- cheaper to clear or something. Yeah, five minute long <laughs> royalty free song. Padding it out, yeah. And then oh wait, that guy can sing better than them. And then it cuts to their house and they're eating chicken wings and saying, oh these chicken wings are really good. And it turns out the guy cooked them because he's good at everything. Yeah, and then they gaslight him. Yeah, they say, ah, that was shit, actually. His wings are shit. That guy could go home and, I don't know, shoot himself. They'd feel really <laughs> bad then, wouldn't they? Because <laughs> he messed up wings. Yeah. Um, And he trained a dog that acts in a film with Judy Dench. Mm. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I don't have a single thing No, to I say. put this dynamic is just bridesmaids, but for toxic men. <laughs> Yes, it is. is. Is that exact thing? It's like, oh yeah, one's perfect and everyone else is jealous of them. Yeah, it's just lame. This is exact. What is the difference between this and King of Queens? It's the nothing. Same fucking show. That's what's crazy when it goes into the second season because I think I mentioned in the intro they kill off the wife off screen. Mm. But no, there's <laughs> no reference but... to it though, is there? Did you think about that when you watched the other episode? Like... like... 
It felt like two separate shows, but they also just felt exactly the same as something else we'd already seen. Yeah, they felt exactly the same as King of Queens, but more boring. Yeah. And then the second season, he's should be reeling from the sudden death of his wife, doesn't care. Instead, he's playing <laughs> a keyboard with Chris Rock. Oh, God, the second episode, unbearable. I, I don't think I wrote anything for it. Let me right. share. Can I tell you my my experience of watching this? Absolutely, please do. So today, I, I only had the second episode left to watch. That was all I had. So I sat there watching it, watched about like six minutes, started making some jokes like, oh, there's sports jokes. Did Kev have a family first time round? He's retired, apparently. Dancing around with a bowl, what is this? All these side characters are so forgettable. Oh, of course Gary Valentine is here. Why does he cook in everything? My next note is, fuck, I watched the wrong episode. Kill me now. <laughs> I watched half of the pilot and then realised it was the wrong one. <laughs> that was after watching the episode Who's Better Than Us. I then went and accidentally watched the first ever episode of it. That's... Because my laptop crashed. It played I'm the so wrong episode. So, I'm so sorry. Like, that's actually... <laughs> fucking hell, that's, that would be the worst case scenario right now. <laughs> if but I'd seen like, any more of this. It was genuinely like a different show, though. Then I clicked... Because I, I didn't finish that episode and clicked onto the Chris Rock, Adam Sandler one. And, like, all the characters were different. He had, like, little kids in the first one. Like, Dad, I want to go and play football. And, like, and then in the second one, he, like, seems to live in an office. <laughs> he didn't have the kids. Come on, doesn't he have like a a nineteen year old yeah, daughter? Yeah, like a fully grown daughter. I think they must have done a time jump where he hit no one aged. Well, the the wife died, and he had to go through <laughs> a grieving process. <laughs> and his kids changed. He's like Doctor <laughs> Who. He regenerated. His family all changed. Interstellar. <laughs> he went to space and came back there to aged without him. Right. I need to. <laughs> Right, like, Kevin can wait. This... Mum's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, my face hurts from laughing about this. The plot, because I don't know what the plot of this is. He's the recently retired New York police officer and father of three. He's like married four, to Donna. Five. Why is he retired in it? Did he gets shot. Exactly. Matt, beginning with the second season, the character of Donna has died, <laughs> and the series' new female ladies, Vanessa. Kevin's former rival on the force and now his partner at Monkey Fist Security. While the first series focused on Kevin's personal and family life, the second concerns his new profession, his relationship with Vanessa and his adjustment to life as a single parent. So, plot. He's living in New York with Donna, his daughters Kendra and Sarah, and his son Jack Cole. What happened to his son? Because he wasn't in this episode, was he? Why has his son got a different surname to the rest of them? I don't know. I think Kevin Gable abducted by aliens or something because he wasn't in this at all. There wasn't a single mention of yeah. him as far as I'm aware. Kevin Gable, his wife Donna Gable, his daughters Kendra, Sarah <laughs> and Jack Cole. <laughs> what? Jack Cole he Gable. He, he, no, it doesn't even say Gable. He, he looks forward to a carefree early retirement hanging out with his friends who are also retired officers. He then realises his smaller pension check and family challenges will put those plans on hold. His older daughter was at college, moves back into town with her unemployed fiance Chael, and they began living in the home's garage. Chael? Was Chael the British guy? I guess. He sucked. He was terrible, Sa wasn't he? Sarah is becoming increasingly difficult with anger management issues, and youngest son Jack is a hypochondriac <laughs> who sees the school therapist for anxiety-related issues. Oh, classic. That's classic 
Kevin James humour. Um, yeah. Do you know the name's a pun of Heaven Can Wait? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, did I not know that. know that? I didn't. It doesn't sound No, I right. didn't. Heaven. Kevin <laughs> Can Wait. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean anything, does it? Yeah, but then once I did watch that episode, I've got some notes on it, but I, I don't remember anything from it. Donna is a school nurse until she quits in the first season finale. Also her last physical appearance in the series. Physical. Donna dies before the second season. What the fuck? Like, how did they just kill off? So the elder daughter is 21. Chael is Kendra's English fiance and then a husband. So yeah, Chael is the English guy. Chael? Who's called do you think Chael? He's... He is English. Where do you think he's from in England? Oxford. He's from Birmingham. He's what? 41 years old. <laughs> he wasn't that obviously. What, married to this young girl? Wait, he was this started in 2016. So wait. <laughs> he's like 38. <laughs> Chael. He was 35. That's a classic this. British name, Chael. Chael. And yeah, he's played by Chael Ryan. Down the pub. Ryan Cartwright is his name. Oh my gosh. gosh this is from... How's he from Birmingham? He doesn't he hasn't got a brummy accent at all. Well, so then we've got turned up and been like Oh, hello, Kevin. How's it going? I don't know what that accent was. That's not Brummy. Brummy. So we have Sarah Marie Gable, uh, the youngest daughter, has anger management issues and is a tomboy, whatever. In the first series, uh, she appears in short cameo roles, but she becomes more prominent in the second season. The same as Jack Gable, who's now called Jack Gable, but earlier he was called Jack Cole. But now <laughs> maybe, he's called Jack maybe Gable. Maybe was a spelling error on the Wikipedia. Oh. Chris Rock was in this. Yeah, he was. He was so insignificant to the plot. Like, I yeah. barely remember anything. Um, this was fucking rubbish. Like, their band was Smokefish, and they perform, and they were bad. And then the keyboard player they didn't really care about gets a record deal. Mm-hmm. There was a bit when they're talking about Smokefish being the band name. It went on for ages, and it was like, the British guy was like, do you mean like Smoked Fish? And then <laughs> no, I mean smokefish, like the no. name smokefish. Yeah, like his surname smokefish. Oh, like <laughs> like locks, but no one in England calls it locks. We just call it smoked no salmon. We don't use locks. That name. What, is what do you mean a lock? What do you mean a lock? Locks. Like a fucking Scottish L-O-X. lake. L O X. The fuck? What's that? That's what, that's what Americans call smoked salmon. What? Why? I don't know. Google it. L O X. So, yeah, no Englishman would be saying this shit. I've only just heard this word right now. To, when I was in New York, I had to Google it when I went to the bagel shop. I was like, what the can fuck I get a lox on bagel? <laughs> yeah, can I have some of the lox, please? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Lox? All right, I'm sick of Americans. I'm sick of Kevin can wait. Yeah, I reckon Cartwright, whatever he's called, Chael. I reckon he has zucchini as well. <sighs> yeah, That's fucking rubbish. What a load of garbage. I, to be fair, I was barely concentrating on this this particular scene. No, I was uh, really caught up on the locks chat. <laughs> you were caught up. You were googling locks. I was barely present watching this episode. One of my notes is, "God, I hate TV." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to watch TV. I hate it now. I'm never going to watch anything on telly again. This was really bad. <laughs> I, um, I wonder why this show ended. It's <laughs> <laughs> the last ever episode. Is this the last ever episode? <laughs> <laughs> no conclusion, is there? <laughs> this is the season finale for Kevin yeah, Can Wait. It's the last episode. Oh my god, that's 
actually so depressing. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. That's bad. Yeah. I've got nothing right, to um, really say about it. I've I've written a page worth of notes. Most of them are about that episode I didn't need to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, the play so, was really good. <laughs> so is this going to be? Can, God, can, mate, can I'm honestly, heaven wait? Can I? Can, <laughs> I'm so tired. Like this is fucking. This is been, exhausting, and we've got the worst one to come next. Miserable. Um. So yeah. Is are you gonna wait and put this in the castle, or is your first wife gonna die? <laughs> You're never gonna mention it, and it and then bury her in the pit with this show. Where's it going, pit or castle? Yeah, it's going in the pit because I hate TV now. Pit, bad, 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 yeah. bad, 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 bad. Talking of bad, <laughs> oh, God. real Rob. Anyone heard of real Rob? <laughs> Netflix now, original. Everything about this pisses me off Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go through it as much as i can in words without getting angry you could try this is the real rob this was written produced directed and starring rob schneider this is what he and it stars his wife and his actual child so this is the rob schneider that is rob he's the real rob this is rob let's talk a little bit more about you i know you're saying all this stuff he's written produced it directed it whatever i heard he self-funded it as well yeah yeah is it is it happy madison no no don't think so yeah he paid for this he he was so desperate on his to get the real immense, out there. yeah his immense ego trip that he was like i need everyone to know my life and that i have a beautiful wife <laughs> that, there's either one or two things there's the less cynical part of me is saying that maybe this was something that him and his wife they were like oh let's do this it'll be fun like just do a sitcom but it's about our life because and whatever and he's rich and silly enough to be like people give a shit about that how is he still fucking rich have you seen this how is he rich and or the more cynical part that he's such an egomaniac that he thinks that he has the Midas touch of comedy that the problem is the audience and people don't get it. And also maybe the directors were the problem or the writers were the problem or whatever. So I'm going to take complete control. I'm going to get the reins. I'm going to do every part of this. And, and I'm going to show the world that they were wrong about Rob Schneider. This is the fucking worst thing I've seen for this podcast in two years of doing yeah. this shit. I, I think I'd probably agree. I don't know. We've watched some bad stuff. It's easy to forget because, like, going overboard was years ago and stuff. But, like, there's just something about this that really, really, really rubbed me up the wrong way. <laughs> none of that, like, you can excuse it because they're trying to do this, they're trying to do that. It was a fucking ego trip. It was so mm. self indulgent. Yeah. Like, going overboard, at least they're just clearly a bunch of young people who don't really know how to make a film, making a film. And it's mm. bad, whatever. What are some of our other worst ones? Like, The Cobbler. At least it visually looks all right. Doesn't look like yeah. a big sack of shit like this. Mm-hmm. And Rob Schneider is a, just a genuinely, just deeply, deeply unpleasant man. His character in this is unrelatable on a way that no, he's like a fucking alien. Yeah. He doesn't even know to feed his own child without mm-hmm. being told. Oh god, the people that are like his his family that are in this. I know we've said before. There's the old time when Jackie Sanders has been a 
put in a bit of a questionable performance or like Adam Sandler's kids seem a bit wooden, but they are kids at the end of the day. But like the shoehorning in and making them regular characters on a recurring sitcom, Mm. these people, like the wife just cannot, she cannot convincingly sound like a human. (laughs) I understand she's like English doesn't sound like it's her first language, but like even still. They're going for like a whole Sofia Vergara or Modern Family thing. Yeah. And they get it so wrong. It sounds like she it, can't read. You know what's mad? She's the best part of the show. <laughs> She's fucking awful. The but... best part's when it fucking ends, mate. She's not the best part of the show. She's the what is then? There's, there's Rob, nothing else. I know else. you want to do acting, Rob. Yeah. I love the pause after every line. Like, yeah, there I know. It's like they think track. there's a laugh track. Yeah, it's terrible. There isn't. It's the, the crushing silence of nothing. There's no laughter. I think this is the one time I'd prefer a, a laugh track there. Because then you just know because... when the jokes are supposed to be. Because <laughs> yeah. the jokes just feel dark and miserable. He, the, the character of Rob in this is this miserable, pathetic egotist who's who's just completely devoid of humanity or personality. Mm-hmm. There's a, a good YouTube video I watched ages ago where it compares Tim Heidecker's stand-up performance where he pretends to be this kind of old-fashioned like comedian who hates women and hates people who are different and he's just a piece of shit. And he's just pretending to be that and the audience is silent and it's really awkward. And then this is the real version of that. This is Rob Schneider be- like trying his best and it's really sad. Mm-hmm. There's um, a load of shows like this though. There's like... It reminds me, I know he's not playing himself, but it reminds me a bit of Afterlife with Ricky Gervais, which like I kind okay. of don't really like. People really like that show, but I kind of don't, I don't know. There's something off-putting about that because it's just this guy who's like, oh, you're waiting in line at a coffee shop. What a cunt. <laughs> and then you're yeah. like, all right. Oh, Someone's... look at this kid over. There's one look when this, this guy is talking to, him, talking to his baby in a baby voice. And he's like, does he have to fucking do that? Talk in a baby voice? And it's yeah. like, well, that's what being a, a dad's probably like. You wouldn't know. You just fuck God, dogs. I could talk all day about how much I hate Afterlife as well. <laughs> like, goddamn, every single People conversation. People say it's really that... good, but the whole show, every episode is the fucking same. Yeah, it's deep conversation with Joe Wilkinson, deep conversation with David Hill, deep conversation with that fucking woman who gets killed in Doctor Who. Deep conversation with... He goes to the bench and then he goes to the the dementia home and speaks to her from extras and then he takes heroin and then he speaks to his brother-in-law and then just fuck off. And then he watches watches a thing of his wife to try and make us feel really bad for him that his wife died, but she's also a little bit annoying. Yeah, she's a bit of a prick. Uh, And then everyone goes... He's the best guy. He's the he's the sweetest guy ever. He was the kindest guy. Time. He's going through a hard time. He's the kindest guy I've ever met. They can see there's more to him than that. Fucking there's not. He's the worst man ever. <laughs> he shit. yells at kids. He calls them cunts. He's horrible to everyone yeah. about everything. And this That's is what the whole he's joke like as well. I know it's kind of the same in our podcast, so I can't get too annoyed at it. But like the whole joke is literally just that he says cunt. Oh yeah, like so lazy. Remember that it's... guy wrote The Office, like one of the best shows ever? No, Stephen Merchant wrote The yeah, Office. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen Merchant did all the good stuff. God damn, as soon as Stephen Merchant left his side, the writing suddenly fucking fell into the earth. Yeah, but yet the awards didn't stop. <laughs> yeah, the applause. When, when's everyone going to wake up? <laughs> he's there, he's like, oh, um, people on Twitter trying to cancel me because I uh, I think that trans women need to... Uh, uh, 
Oh, oh, one of them trans Oops. women. Oh, with a cock. Oh, oh, a woman with a cock. Oh, 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 you can't say anything these days. And then they give him this fucking Netflix special when <laughs> fucking everyone watches. It's number one in the world. And he's like, oh, no one fucking listens to me anymore. Shut the fuck up, you stupid prick. It's so annoying. Anyway, anyway Rob, Rob Schneider. Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel a bit more fond about real Rob now after remembering how annoying Ricky Gervais is. Nah, at least Ricky Gervais um, has got a little bit of talent, whereas Rob Schneider, this, could, he could never convince me he's got talent. I don't think. Exactly. I, I am roasting him, but I would watch every episode of Afterlife right now. Oh, at least every it single feels one. It's like it's made properly. This had a CGI yeah, PS2 helicopter that exploded at one point. Oh, that was that, awful. Those graphics were worse than like vice city because he was self-funded and rob schneider thinks that he can do every element of the production scale he's using and... that norm of the north money to do the little yeah. <laughs> um and he keeps saying stuff like you're you're right he swears and you're like oh that's the like he i think his wife is like oh you're ugly or whatever and he's like oh well that fucking sucks shut yeah. the fuck up it's rubbish yeah so like it's like someone has a glass of water and he's like you're drinking water you fucking pussy yeah, <laughs> it's just normal shit. Some guy's like stretching because he's hurt his leg, and he's like, um, "Why are you doing that, you little uh, bitch?" Yeah, oh, I put this. This show is pure boomer core. That's what this is. Oh damn! Anything that's slightly not like his childhood or his life, he just has to rip into because yeah. he's the guy who can take the piss out of these. Like stu- the students making a film are his <laughs> the people he's attacking because they don't give him a trailer. He's such an unbearable piece of shit of a character. And why is it his favorite joke is like food? It's like, oh, it's really funny if I eat organic food. It'll be, it'll, it will oh, yeah. actually be quite funny. Oh god! As Vegetarian soon as that jokes. that woman arrived and she's like, I'm a vegan, and I like my eyes like went into the fucking back of my head. Yeah, the first thing I thought was, I bet she does yoga. Ten seconds later. (laughs) She's a fucking yoga instructor. She's a vegan. It's always the same fucking joke every single time. I've got a Um, line that says, the joke here is that a man is crouching. Yeah. There's like a free minute joke about that this man's crouching. Why are you fucking crouching, you fucking... Why are you crouching, pussy? Why are you crouching, you big cunt? He actually does... There's one line where he says, oh, God, that sucks my cunt. (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't mean line. anything what he's telling us he's got a vagina is that what he's saying what? why can he not feed his kid like why is that a plot point that's mentioned twice like oh uh, I'm eating dinner and he stood up in his shitty kitchen eating some grey food I thought yeah. the joke was going to be the food was grey oh, no the food the joke is he's made himself dinner and not even thought about his two year old child mm-hmm. It's just made for no one. Like, no one could get any joy from this, except maybe Rob Schneider just and Patricia and Schneider. Yeah. yeah. I guess there's another character who's his assistant, which was a boring character and nothing to say. He was terrible. There's music transitions that are like SpongeBob music. Like... Yeah. And I don't know there's... what this show is trying to... It's called Real Rob. You think it's going to be like... Did you ever watch Louis? Like the Louis C.K. thing before he used No. To... That was like... I remember thinking that was quite a decent show and it was supposed to be like sad, depressing. It's kind of, I guess, like Curb Your Enthusiasm. I was about to say, this is this is Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's Larry David playing a fake version of himself where he's very unpleasant and stuff. But the thing about Curb Your Enthusiasm is it's really fucking funny and well good. Written. The jokes yeah. are 
there like the episode with the doll where like all the elements just slowly tick together until the last scene is him being accused of like being a pedophile or whatever and it's so funny and just here there's loads going on but they don't do callbacks he goes into a school he, he's racist about Drags a kid so from much. pakistan yeah that was terrible that was unbearable he's like they're kids and this it's not funny like and he doesn't come back later it's not it doesn't build to something funny do you remember when Michael Madsen was in like Reservoir Dogs? God damn, why is he in real Rob? I don't know. He, to be fair, he was on like Celebrity Big Brother like yeah. quite a few years ago. I think he's not got it great. Tarantino still hires him for stuff, but like that's no about it. No one else does. But yeah, I, it's that thing again. Do you remember we looked at that video where it was Rob Schneider to, like breaking down his roles for like Vogue or Variety or something? Yeah. And he's acting like a real actor. He sat there like swishing a whiskey glass around like, when we did the animal, I really wanted to get in the head of a guy who's actually got a dark heart. And you're like, who's this fucking cunt? He's not De Niro. Why is he yeah, acting and, like that? And it, you can I, even I really see wanted that. to get into the shoes of a, a immigrant delivery guy for Big Daddy. <laughs> it's like, mate, who, who are you fucking kidding? There is this like insidious through line to this man all the time where it seems like he's super confused and jealous as to why people like Adam Sandler are popular. And, yeah, I think and he stuff. hates Adam Sandler. He hates him. He's like the way through. He's like, Adam can do whatever he wants. And I'm here and I'm in Norma the North 4 and, and no one likes me. And it's like, no one likes you because you're a cunt. <laughs> you're shit. And you fucking going around telling people not to vaccinate their kids. <laughs> like, that's the fucking real Rob. The real Rob is this unbearable, egomaniac arsehole who ignores science, mm. votes for incredible conservative fucking legislation and uses his platform to promote absolute bollocks all the time and yet here he is making his own show and living in a mansion probably from i'm fucking turning into rob i'm angry now yeah. i'm jealous of him well how, how has he got a good life when he's such a an... so horribly bitter terrible it? man do you know what it is? Is that it's always good when people play themselves and they do play these horrible versions of themselves. Like Adam Sanders done it well in some things. And then I think back to like extras and stuff like that when Barry from Emma, uh, East End is <laughs> fucking hilarious. In this, it just feels too close to the, the real like reality of it. Yeah. Like you can fully believe that he actually is this asshole. Yeah. Like maybe it's his no greatest part... performance yet. Maybe. Maybe he's like a super nice, relatable or like nice guy but from all accounts it just seems like he's playing himself he's mocking things that are different all the time because he thinks that anything different is stupid and he has absolutely no semblance of i don't know what's that word where you just have like you understand yeah self-awareness like he should be embarrassed yeah, this shit. It's proper weird. At least if it was like well made, you could back it up and stuff. But it's poor. Everything <laughs> so just bad. looks gross. I don't know. I feel bad for people that worked on this, but like they should know better. Yeah, the green screen for the do over three bit. Also, there's only been one do over. <laughs> Why did the third you... one come from? Adam Sandler calls him Schneidman. That's not a thing. That's like Rob Schneider being like, if they want to call him Sandman, I guess I can probably get myself a nickname. Schneidman. Schneidman, Ugh. that's nothing. No one's going, Mr. Really? Schneidman, bring me a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. David Spade's in this, is just his voice. Is he? Is that? He goes, did he record those lines for this, or did they just grab those from like, I don't know, know like B roll of Emperor's New Groove? 
Hey, man, that about... sounds great. In our Benchwarmers episode, didn't we talk about how these two used to fucking hate each other? <laughs> they had beef. Yeah, he's not turning up for it. Oh, God. Oh, Rob man. Schneider is genuinely... It makes me really, like... Like, I, I sometimes forget, and we've had a, a decent run of some of his stuff, and I like Benchwarmers, I like the animal, mm. I like Hot Chick and whatever. But he's just the least charismatic guy ever. Yeah. And... Yeah, he shouldn't be in anything again. Like he's, 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 he's life just hasn't turned out how he thought it would when he was riding high on the success of the animal. What's crazy is that he clearly is very insecure about how his life has never turned out the way it should have been, and he should be this great actor and comedian, and everyone mm. should love him. But he is far, 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 far more successful than he should ever have become. Yeah, he should have never left like seedy comedy clubs, and he should be, I don't know, just doing fuck all he should have completely given up comedy and gone into another job and career and it's crazy that he he got a career he should be fucking thankful every day of his life do you know he's doing this weird like boomery kind of tour with um like john cleese (laughs) talking about free speech and stuff tiring let's read up on that quickly (laughs) let's get tickets (laughs) (laughs) John Cleese and Rob Schneider. Yeah, they're like friends, apparently. Do you Awake, working on a new film, The Great Emu War. Oh, God. I hate John Cleese. I hate John Cleese. Like, he's one of those where in the 70s and shit, he was writing good shit, and now he's become the establishment that he was mocking. And... It happens to all of them, doesn't it? Rowan Atkinson and, like... It, it reminds me of the guy from the Sex Pistols who like loves Brexit, even though he was a punk. <laughs> oh, Johnny Rotten, yeah, the but the butter salesman the butter. and Morrissey. God damn, like that guy used to be the height of edge, and now he's a like a UKIP supporter. I hate, like I hate Morrissey. So I hate much. Morrissey. Everything he's ever done. For and all of I these, <laughs> <laughs> I am a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all vegetarians. Rob Schneider was right. They're all bad. <laughs> but you got to think, for every John Cleese, you've got a Michael Palin. For every Morrissey, you've got a Johnny Marr. For every... Who's the other cunt that you mentioned? Rob for Schneider. every Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant. You've mm-hmm. got, like, a bit of a balance. There's still people who, for, from those eras, who aren't haven't made complete twats of themselves. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Rob Schneider's one of the biggest twats on earth <laughs> I hate miserable experience watching real rob this i feel like this is the most we've ripped him apart but like this show is so fucking dreadful oh yeah it doesn't deserve any modicum of praise like there's nothing good about it um after i watched it i like, looked in the mirror and i was like gray i'd gone like ashen like a man about to have a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was fucking bad i think i might know your answer but Real Rob, are you going to fly your... We didn't even speak about Adam Sandler. <laughs> he, phones <laughs> in. he phones it in literally phones and it in. actually. Like, he's yeah, just he's... on the phone. And he's shouting and he's screaming. He's ah, hello, Steinman, I'm riding a drone. Yeah, Whatever. and he says something about, like, fucking a waitress or something horrible like that. And yeah. He's bad in it as well. Not as bad as Rob Schneider, though. But he's bad man. So are we flying that drone right into the castle? Oh, there's a bit yeah where <laughs> God, this film they're making. He says he for some reason he drinks like a cat when he's drinking this milk. I don't know why. He thinks it's funny to drink it like a cat. I don't know. It's shit. And then they're like, oh, why are you doing that? 
and he says oh i don't know fix it in post and then they say there isn't any post on this so they're releasing this film what just the fucking rush oh. they're not going to cut anything out of it they're going to have multiple takes there isn't any post i know there's been low budget but like not editing it at all who do yeah. they take us for and like why is his focus of the attack on low budget indie filmmakers? Why is that the thing he, he hates? That he's he's thing. writing his miserable scripts and he's like, oh, you know who's had it really good for too long? Is these uh, these <laughs> yoga vegans and these indie filmmakers where everyone's the key grip. Like fucking they need taking down with the acerbic energetic eye of Rob Schneider. I think he's jealous that he's never been asked to be in like a becky or a uncut gems not quite the same thing but we should write one for him (laughs) we should make a short film where he's a cannibal with him in it oh god and we eat him (laughs) we kill him in it who says for the art we're eating him that's disgusting (laughs) so yeah i'm just gonna say i'm so tired this is this is this is a whole load of pit this is the pittest film ever it's not even a film whatever it is you know it felt like a film it was so fucking long i was thinking because you keep mentioning that you want to do a long 24 hour like watch a fun imagine if we watch real rob from beginning to end pushed up trial (laughs) endurance (laughs) test strapped into the ludvico machine from uh orange of your eyes being peeled open i'd rather eat the kangaroo testicles thank you (laughs) (laughs) and Um, okay, so yeah, same for me, Pitt. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. The worst thing I've watched for this podcast, probably by far. Yep. Miserable yeah, experience. You, you haven't said that in at least, what, three weeks? <laughs> I think we've been riding high recently. No, we didn't. Memory of Children was terrible. <laughs> yeah, this was shit. But this was so shit. Uh, unbelievable um, that this ever got made. But of course it did, because this man has just, from his pure ego, has just pumped his own money into making it a reality this shouldn't exist and i'm glad that everyone hates it and it, i'm glad and that it's a third season coming though fuck off are he's you kidding trying me? to sell fund but this was out out like four years ago so i'd be surprised if he manages that no one's fucking crying for it are they but if he makes enough money from norm of the north sales he's not then in it anymore <laughs> he's not in norm of the north they replaced him the coral <laughs> whatever <laughs> oh god damn okay should we get what on to a our fucking horrible week what a oh, horrible still week got of... stuff to do as well sandler scale um right, let's make this quick how did you do on your sandler scale <laughs> uh honestly barely like even fucking did anything for it i ticked off uh, rob schneider yeah and then i also ticked off tragic backstory and i wrote most of the muppets <laughs> <laughs> there's something wrong with them all that they've ended up on that horrible street the yeah, yeah, like, like addicts, and they're all like a bit filthy. Things I didn't get. I guess I probably got racism. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I did. Rob Schneider. Yeah, uh, racism. I got product placement. Almost certainly there will have been that. Don't remember a fart, but bear with me. There might have been. Didn't get fart. Didn't get rib dad bot. Didn't get flashback open. Didn't get Pepsi. Didn't get young comedy actor before they were famous. I think all the ones in Jesse are either not famous, not comedy actors. Or they were famous before this from Disney Channel. Maybe. Yeah, God knows. I'm not researching it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about researching it. I did really good on the Sander scale. I got a bingo 29 minutes into the second Sesame Street. (laughs) 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 The worst.
worst sentence ever said. <laughs> that was still two hours into all the content we were watching, I guess. So, outdated reference, everything in Rules of Engagement is outdated. Their views on marriage, all that stuff. Sandler sings, this is a song about Elmo. Yeah. Fast food, David Spade eats a burger in Rules of Engagement. There you go. Can't go Good wrong. Stuff. Bald joke, Kevin can wait, bald guy wears a hairnet. <laughs> that's good that's that's really good um, violent kids the bully and jesse school bully oh yeah really a kid he's like the 30 year old man <laughs> uh old joke there's something in they say that jesse is old and bitter because she's about a year older than the rest of the kids um thank god for jesse uh, thank god for jesse <laughs> Bikini, Bertram wore a bikini. Uh, no, I'm joking. There was, um, in, in, in breaking in, they were sunbathing on campus. Crime, breaking in is full of crime. And it's a crime TV show. The only one I didn't get was hitting nuts, but I probably did get it. I just didn't see it. I Bertram got hit in his nuts all the time. <laughs> Every time. Every scene, he got hit in his the nuts. The Komodo dragon headbutted him in the nuts. <laughs> but yeah, I got a lot. I thought these shows were all pretty tropey. I, mine just didn't it didn't hit the certain tropes and i also forgot i was doing it halfway through and yeah fair enough there was a lot a of bad forget, time. forgettable stuff going on yeah. right well that's that um loads of shows are in the pit tv is terrible i've got a very quick game for us to play oh thank god okay um, please cheer me up, <laughs> not cheer you up. <laughs> so this is called small screen sandler showdown there's nothing about a showdown in this it just starts with an S. You get one point, basically. I'm going to tell you the names of specific episodes of shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. One point if they're real. So you have to guess if they're real or made up, basically. And then you can get a bonus point if it is real, if you can guess what show it's from. Okay. Simple. We've done these before. Like the sound of that? Ready? Yeah. First one. Wait, what am I doing? <laughs> oh, my Come God. On. I'm going to say... Help me out. I'm going to say the name of an episode... Yeah. You have to say whether you think it's real or not. A show that's been covered either in this episode or in our previous small screen sander. So you have to cast your mind back to then. You get a point if it is if you can guess real or fake properly. And then you might get a bonus point if you guess which show it's from. Okay. Ready? Alright. First one. Theo and the joint. <laughs> real or fake? Real. And it's going to be from um, from our last episode. It's the ABC After School Special. You get one point. It was real, but it was from the Cosby Show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. All right. I was a teenage lesbian. That's got to be ABC After School Special and real. Oh, no, sorry. I was just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> classic comedy um, no it was real but um it was from the larry sanders show oh shit okay they do so, sound like abc specials though those they ones. do i need to uh stop saying that um no homo bro <laughs> i could be any of them <laughs> i think this is definitely a sesame street <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i think this is probably um no homo bro. I'm going to say undeclared. Kind no, of it was, that. It was fake. I made that up, so no Fuck. point there. Got two points so far. Night of the Chopped Liver. Um, 
Right. I think Night of the Chopped Liver, if this is real, which I I think maybe it isn't, because this is really bad title. It doesn't it's not even a pun. <laughs> <laughs> like chopped liver living dead. It's not it doesn't work. And I think because it doesn't work, it's so it, you can't have made this up because it's <laughs> got to be real because it's it's so bad. Like you wouldn't even think to write something this bad <laughs> and realistic. I think this is an episode of Jesse. It is real, so you got one point there, but it's from the Marshall Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? I I of the what the, the, the steamed liver, liver. <laughs> chopped liver. All right, um, Kevin on a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is an episode of Dad's Army, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin on a prayer. That could be any of the interchangeable Kevin. Uh, in fact, I'm going to say, uh, no, it's fake. You made it up because it's Kevin can wait like heaven. <laughs> yeah, you've just made it up. You just made it up. Yeah, I made you. that one up. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> it's a good name, though. Crappy birthday. Crappy birthday. Um, real... And I'm going to say it is an episode of <sighs> Undeclared. It is real, but it's King of Queens. <sighs> Not bad. It's a um, bit of a rubbish, lazy title, actually, <laughs> thinking about it. Whatever. Yeah, it's quite lazy. Sting of Queens, part one. Sting of Queens, part one. This is going to be an episode because... You're trying to leave me down. So either this is fake and you made it up, which is possible, or this is... It's not Kevin... It's not... Wait, what did you say again? Sting of Queens, part Sting of Queens, right. Easy. I'm breaking this down. It's not King of Queens, no way. It's definitely going to be Kevin Can Wait in the second season when they're... Because it's all about police officers, so stings. It's also like the the old cast members from from King of Queens are back, so, so police stuff. King of Queens references. I'm saying definitely it's season two, episode three of Kevin Can Wait. It was from Jesse. No, I'm joking. It was from Kevin Can Wait. You got it right. <laughs> <laughs> great, great police work. You could do a sting of Queens. I could work for Clubfish. <laughs> no, what they called Monkey Paw. South Brain. I can't remember what they were called. Um, They're called Monkey Brain. Monkey, monkey Paw. Paw. Um, yeah. Fat, fun, and free. Uh, what's it called again fat fun and free that's uh bertram's dating profile (laughs) no uh fat fun and free i'm gonna say this is an episode of the king of queens no i made it up fuck sorry we've done crappy birthday um (laughs) (laughs) bad feathers (laughs) <laughs> oh god um bad fellas that's a rubbish name for a show i think i think an episode of underclad it is real so you got a point there but it's from jesse one for the kids <laughs> good <laughs> and okay this is the last one gaying in shape <laughs> gaying in shape Yep. So getting in shape, but with gay in Instead of staying in shape, it's gaying in shape. Oh, of course, staying. Okay. Gaying in shape. Uh, I think an episode of King of Queens. So it was real, so you got a point for that, but um, King of Queens is a good guess because like, that's a bit older, so you'd think that's fair enough, but it's actually from the quite recent show Real Rob. 
of course. That was the last one. You got, you did well. You got ten points. See, I'm annoyed now because I was having fun, and then you've just and I just forgot <laughs> about real wrong, wrong, and then you just threw that in to put a stinker on the end of this episode. Yeah, another reason oh. to hate the man. But yeah, there you go. Good game. Lots of fun. Lots of silly names. Yeah, that was a good game. Thank you. God damn, this episode is miserable. Like I liked our last small screen Sandler. This was just no good. Yeah, this, this was shit. I'm excited to watch films again. And talking of that, what are we going to be covering next time? Uh, next time we are going to be watching one of the dreaded David Spade films. <laughs> We're going to be watching Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. Never seen it. Um, I keep hearing about it mainly from our listener, Stu Monroe. Oh, yeah. He keeps warning us not to watch the second one, which sadly we are going to have to do eventually. We, but we're not going to do a Juice Bigelow style double bill, are we? Oh, we could, though. That'd be really shit, wouldn't it? Yeah. Especially fuck. now we've gone to every one every two weeks. That'd be our entire month. <laughs> a oh, month of a dirt. Month. <laughs> what a dirty, dirty month. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not doing that. Um, I have seen this, but I can't really remember it. I know he's like a hillbilly with a mullet. Probably fucks a load of women or something. I mean, that's always his character. Yeah. Yeah. After this week, just that one bit of rules of engagement, even though it was the first thing we watched out of all these shows, it put me off him badly. So I'm not really looking forward to it. Yeah. Because we were originally going to watch Norm of the North. But I think (laughs) I don't want to watch it. Yeah. I'm not bothered about Norm of the North anymore. I don't want to fuck real Rob. Well done, Rob. You've put us off Norm of the North. You've lost yet another viewer. You know what? I, I never rate things on Netflix, but I gave real robber thumbs down thank you you're doing a, a service i desperately tried to find it online so i didn't have to <laughs> fucking give it to the netflix algorithm that they had another view but yeah whatever but yeah joe dirt come back next time for a bit of dirt <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with us you can email us thesandlerpit at gmail.com uh, you can also get in touch with us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook where we're at the Pit. if you want to uh, explain to us he'll be sending us a cease and desist on that I reckon I reckon like I, I really didn't mince my words yeah I'm a bit <laughs> worried much... oh whatever anyway you were doing the outro weren't you yeah so yeah thank you very much Joe Tyrone the dirtiest Joe <laughs> we currently know until next time listen out for all his upcoming singles and tracks um listen to headstands now on wherever you stream your music be it apple music spotify youtube just pop round to his house he'll play it for you he will yeah or download it on limewire <laughs> <laughs> oh the ice cream man's here is that ice cream <laughs> do you hear that yeah really loud in the corner oh song Thank God, you for listening. <laughs> it's a new outro, so I need to go. I'm like ten minutes. You're late. really, really late. Like, uh, so I'll, I'll. You need to thank me, and then I'll thank you. Quick. Thank you, Luke Thomas, for your artwork. Can't wait to see your picture of I don't know, fucking Adam Sandler with an afro from the '80s when he was in a band with Kevin James and Kevin Can Wait. Why would you pick those boring things? I was, <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that guy Bertram being shot at and he's like in his bikini <laughs> being eaten by Bertram, Bertram being eaten by the cookie monster <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty good good lord and thank you Luke Terry for editing together all these episodes and all these trailers uh, and uh, keeping everything afloat and <laughs> this four hour long episode it's gonna be gonna be good 
as well let's say people should yeah. be giving us five star reviews for this because we've sat through so much stuff we need your five stars please make God it damn, worth please. it please we're at 212 in the film review apple podcast charts at the time of recording it's probably gone down where are we now it's, we're 275th on worst two- podcasts ever <laughs> <laughs> so please please give us a like please just subscribe. listen to us just subscribe we and want- tell your friends we want to get to episode 100, but goddamn, we're like, we're so Don't tired. make us self-fund a new series like Rural <laughs> <laughs> Give us money. Please give us some money. Uh, anyway, this has been the Sandler Pit coming from the letter S for sh- shit. shit. Come back next time <laughs> when we'll be talking about, well, maybe, maybe I'll never come back again after this. <laughs> this is the end. Come back next time when we'll be talking about Joda. And until then, it's been a very... Who's Joda? <laughs> Come and watch Joda. Joe Dirt. <laughs> Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. And until then, it's been a Sandler bye from me. A <laughs> Sandler bye from him. The letter O's in the house. Emma, hold Rob Snyder. <laughs> <laughs>